Hello and welcome to episode 24 of Phosphex Party and Merry Christmas you filthy animals. We'll be in our regular lows, hobby progress, talking about a whole range of new releases. Then we're going to get straight into the deep dark pit that is as as anything. Catch you on the flip side. Alright, Bellens! Merry Christmas! Kinda, nearly. It's also. nearly Christmas. When, when they hear it, it'll be fucking Christmas. <laughs> I'm offended. Yeah. And to be fair to Ross, he's been on the ball with the, the last, what, six episodes? I'm not, I'm not suggesting, I'm just saying, people could be listening. Do you know what? Tell, tell your racist uncle to get to fuck. <laughs> Put your earbuds in and listen to this. That's a fair stuff. point, yeah. Many people yeah. treat themselves over the Christmas period. Yeah. Fuck, fuck those racist relatives. Fucking right in there, rotting eye holes. That's what I say. <laughs> I suppose we'll start with the, the hellos. Yes, and well, it's going to be painfully obvious in a minute. So, Ross, say hello. Hello. Spinla, say hello. Hello. And it's me, Dan. And but we are man down today. We are man down. Man down, because due to our uh, glorious leaders. Um, and who works in the IT for the NHS. It's <laughs> a little bit busy right now. He's a little bit busy. So he is still in another part of the country right now. Yeah, he's he's somewhere with a chain gun loaded with uh, COVID boosters <laughs> firing at random dickheads. <laughs> oh, my days. Mm. Just say, we are COVID... We all boosted, aren't we? We, we? Are we all boosted, yeah. Boosted. We've, all, we've all had our super soldier serum. I, I keep taking LFTs as often as I can do. Yeah, I'm yeah. a negative LFT for this evening. I didn't take a picture. Yeah. Seems a bit weird, because they all look the fucking same. They do. Mm. Well, with Lil being a teacher, we take them every few days anyway. So. Oh, fair play. Yeah, so we're all COVID <laughs> safe. Don't you worry about us. We're going to die of something, but it isn't COVID. <laughs> Come the nearly, came, nearly came, and nearly got spin. But this, <laughs> this might be the last in-person one we do before a, a couple of months, uh, anyway. No, no, because oh, like they're talking about if there are restrictions, it's not going to apply to us. Oh yeah, because we're super safe. Because we we are the jabbed. Yes, we are the jabbed. Eventually, yeah. we're going to have like you know, in twenty-eight days later, where he walks across London Bridge and yeah. it's empty. It's just going to be like four of us, like. Right, mate. <laughs> hey. Every time I hear boost, uh, get, getting a booster or anything, I just all I can all it right. I start getting flashbacks, like Nam style flashbacks of Ross and Steph going boost it in War Machine. Oh my god! Because yeah. when yeah, I first yeah. started, it was just boost it. Always, oh, all every game I played. Steph and Joe were playing it last night. It was. They might as well have been playing Ma Young for the <laughs> I have no fucking clue what's going on. But did they actually find that they get a game in? Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they did. did. It, was, it was a whole load of like beige scorn <laughs> and troll bloods, I think. And that was it. And I don't really understand what was going on. But I never did, really. I never really did. It's, it's yeah, you played it for a bit and just kind of went, nah, it's not for me, isn't it? Um, I enjoyed that. <laughs> I played Scorn, but you know, it's the problem I had with War Machines, the same, exactly the same problem I had with Guild Ball, which was I played eight games and they were all identical. Yeah. That, that's what I mean, it wasn't for you because yeah. it was just no variation to it, the game. It was, it was literally, right, do you even worry rolling dice? Because I'm going to do this, this, this and this. There's an 80% chance of me pulling that off, at which point you've lost. Yeah. So do you want to do that which, or should we go and have a pint? That was the great thing about Manoff because it's a... You're going to do this, this, and this. I'm going to go, no, you're not. And then you'll either lose or I'll just screw it up and then I'll lose. So, Yeah. yeah. It, was, it is a game of gotchas and denials. Yeah. Anyway, welcome to Phosphex Party, <laughs> the podcast about War Machine Hordes. 
when we used to have one of those. Oh. <laughs> Memories in the corner no, of my mind. It was just a generic wargaming podcast, wasn't yeah, it? I think I don't know, was it? Ammunition Games, yeah, yeah. Oh, we actually I remember podcast Ammunition Games. Yeah. I don't know. I remember the website. Hang on a minute. This is this is a whole new fucking record for going off on a tangent. <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> I I still maintain that the um, our first episode of Ammunition Games has the best intro I've ever done, which is two and a half minutes of like the sound effects of various weapons being loaded and like oh, yeah, I remember that. bullets being chambered, and then me going. I think we're all right now, and then the <laughs> podcast starts. And the first thing that Steph said to me as feedback was like. That was really funny, but if we do that every week, people are going to be mad. And I was like, I'm not doing that every week. <laughs> it took me 45 minutes to put all those sounds together. Bad time, that is. Bad time. Cool. So, um, let's have a little look at the running order, see what we're supposed to talk about. So, Ant, when you're listening back to this, miss your bra, feeling it, do, you're doing God's work. Well, I mean, not God's work, Ant God. not being here has effectively halved the hobby output, so... <laughs> Yeah, although it did, hard, say, it's, it's, it, yeah. it did say he hasn't been very, he's not done much hobby this month. No, he's been super busy, though. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah, because he's basically working two jobs now, isn't he? He is. Um, he is simultaneously baking the sweet, sweet goodiness, not actually for the company that I've just bought those Pano Raisins off, or the mince pies for that matter, but he's, he's got working a second job earning the sweet cheddar for Christmas. Well, he's doing three because he's training for his electrician's thing, isn't he? Fuck a duck. Maybe we're not supposed to discuss any he's of a, this. He's a busy lad. <laughs> he's talked about it before. Yeah, yeah so... Um, love you, buddy. Speak to you soon. Uh, in the meantime, um, have you two done any hobby at all? I was thinking about this on the way over. I was thinking... When did you paint that fucking drop pod? That was that was last time. We, talked about it the last time. we gave so him smoke about it. <laughs> Shit. Because I think it was the, light, the, light, the, the, the two nights before we recorded, didn't we, that I'd been doing that. Yeah, because fucking Will lost his mind when we were when we were. Because Will was like, "Why the fuck do you have your airbrush at forty psi?" We were like, "Ride the lightning!" <laughs> because the airbrush is the the compressor's at forty psi, but actually you, you control it via a valve near the airbrush. Yeah, well we know that. Yeah. But obviously, yeah. Will and Steph were both like, "That's mad!" <laughs> like, what really are you isn't. doing? Uh, yeah, I think that was the last hobby I did, uh, and I don't, I couldn't even say what. Oh well. No, I've got nothing but excuses. Mostly health-related. Um, you have got a rotting bowel. Currently, you? yeah, but um, other things have been going on in my life in the, over the last few weeks that have just meant like and not been in the mindset for doing anything hobby-related other than gaming. Is that um, is the restraining order on Emma Stone still in effect? Is she still giving you shit? Shh. <laughs> Literally, part of that is I'm not allowed to discuss that. So <laughs> no. Um, so yeah, I don't think I've done. Anything other than buy more stuff and um, that's hobby. Read, uh, and even then, I've not really been doing much of that because I started reading the second uh, of the Watchers of the Throne series. Uh, Real good book. Uh, yeah, but I've just don't know why I've not been getting into it. I've been trying to read, and it's not that I've. It's more time. Uh, it's just one of the things where I've just not found the time to kind of dive into it. Um, I don't know what fell off, but something. But like off. I said, it's more to do with my, my mind's just not been in the game when it comes to it over the last few weeks. So so. Uh, but yeah, in terms of actual physical hobby, I, I pretty, oh no, what I did do though was finally got around to reorganising my hobby room, ready to start hobbying again. Oh yeah. And then I got sent home from work again, so that's now become my office. You again. moved your three D printer. I did move my three D printer. And me and Will, yes. me and Will have bullied you into printing. No, no, you have encouraged me to start uh, having a purpose. So you for say 3D encouraging, printing. I say literally bullying. <laughs> no, because it started with the conversation with Will first before you started bullying, but. <laughs> 
Now, see, I was bullying them. Yeah, you were, but it, it, it's basically... I don't know why I'm so proud of it. It's, it's, <laughs> it's basically giving me purpose, which is what I needed with it. Because, And this is the thing I've come to realise, is that when I bought my 3D printer was many moons ago, long before other people in the community was getting into it, blah, blah, blah. I've talked about this before. The only real, the real reason I bought it was to start printing stuff for other people. When it's come down to it, now that other people are printing for others, and you know we've got, you know, it's that's awesome. The fact that the, the, the other people are able to do that, I've come to realise that I don't really need much for myself. In terms of like, I've got no real drive to print stuff for myself at the moment yeah. because I've got so much other stuff, like actual stuff. I don't need more stuff printing, so it's like the odd bit here and there. It's like, well. Is it worth me booting up my printer for a few hours or whatever to to get like one part that I might need or anything like that? Well, yeah, because like Ollie's so like Ollie's print queue. He messaged me earlier. He was like, "I've completely forgotten if I'm printing something for you. If I am, what is it?" And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, it's these. I'm firmly in the column of no stress whenever." And he was like, "Yeah, I I, I need to write shit down. I lack Dan's like organization skills." And I was like, "Make a spreadsheet." I, that's what I so I that's do, what I, do. A, I do a, a printless spreadsheet with the name of the file, the model name, a reference image, a link to it in the Google Drive, <laughs> the number, how many parts there are, the total number of parts. Oh, and you sent that to Ollie? Yeah, I sent it that, and he just goes down and works down it. See, I I do that. Well, I wouldn't do that because I'm well, I can't. I don't have access to the print drive. But do you not? No, because no, I don't have a printer. We, no, because we, we never organised it. Fuck you, lads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know, yeah. I was like, yeah, it's... That's like, right, low printing pleb. Back <laughs> in your box. <laughs> I was like, yeah, these bits. Welcome to the super elite club. <laughs> You're worse than a Titans own club, you lot. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, these bits, whenever. I was like, make yourself a list. He's like, yeah, I'm going to have to start writing stuff down. Because I keep forgetting it. And I'm just like, don't forget where you've written it down. And then he just sent me a gif of a guy that looked real sad. <laughs> but, um, yeah, because Ant... Ant's printer is currently not working because it's too cold. Well, he's got it near a patio door. Yeah. He could move it. He could move it. <laughs> but also, like, half the time where I'm like, oh, I could ask Ant to print this, and then I remember how horrifically busy Ant is, and I'm just like, I'm not going to bug him. <laughs> I'm just going no, to leave To be fair, though, most printers don't involve you sitting there turning a handle. He can probably <laughs> set it <laughs> running and then leave it. Leave yeah, but at those. the same time, it's like, I, I don't want to send him a message. He'd be like, you right, mate? Uh, do you want to do me a favour? <laughs> Print me some shit, motherfucker. Whereas, like, because Ollie sends me so many STLs and so many dumb fucking messages, or sends me, like, Jinx cosplay from Arcane on Instagram, that I'm just like, you've. I've no compunction in just being like, Print me this fucking sword, Ollie. Like, <laughs> sort it out. But yeah. No, that, that, this time around, I'm back working at home. I mean, it's all kind of. You know, academic really but when I was working at home before it was I couldn't print during the day I couldn't print overnight because it would keep me awake so now I've moved it into another room it's probably it's in a better location actually because I've got a blind in there so there's not going to be any sunlight on it it's next to a radiator if I need to get to warm it up it's got better power connection as well so that's going to be more reliable the issue that I've got is that I went through a whole process of removing the resin that was in that I was using before because I think that was part of my issue. Uh, yeah, you changed the resin, didn't I've you? I've changed the resin, but as a result, I've got to learn the new settings for that resin on my machine, which is be which was what was becoming a bit difficult to find. 
So I need, you need to go through a whole process of recalibrating it, basically. That's just like a two-minute Zoom call with Ollie. Uh, well, no, I've already discussed that with Ollie about my my EPACs. He has no information about EPACs, so... But I thought he could just interface with it. No, because no, he, he can't plug himself in, unfortunately. I, <laughs> he fucking told me the other day... He was like, oh, I'm printing something for Anvil's Jack. I was like, how the fuck did Anvil's Jack get And he was like, oh yeah, spin hoard me out on Instagram. I was like, oh yeah, sound, it sounds about right. Spin hoards everybody out. I cannot, like, you know, whereas Alan basically, like, outsources everything, I outsource people. You're, you're a hobby <laughs> pimp. <laughs> yeah, but it works. I, I got, I got it, a it, message it's, from... It's expanding the community love for people. It made me laugh while I was drinking. I, <laughs> I, I got a message from somebody the other day asking about something. I went, <laughs> I, I went, what? Why are you asking me about this? He says, "Oh, Spin told me to ask you." Fucking hell, Spin! <laughs> was that Dave? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All I said was, uh, "Dan's run a really cool campaign system for Heresy. Yeah. Maybe that's how you should apply uh, for your game system because it doesn't require any real commitment for people. It could be as and when you want to play." It's all mind games. It's all mind games. Yeah. So, but I can't even remember what it was I asked, uh, that I suggested uh, uh, Ollie for for Animals, Jack. The fucking great big power generator. Yeah. Don't remember suggesting that. Well, he, that's what he's printed. He's doing ZM stuff for, um, for yeah. his Necromunda table. Okay, maybe, maybe it was for something oh, previously the, and then he's carried on. Ampherian stuff. Is it Ampherian? It might be. It's a fucking massive... Um, it looks really dope. It's like a generator. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't know who it's by. I've got a feeling that's a follow-up item. That's not... That's like, not yeah, almost I'm pretty sure that's is. not the original item that I tagged him for. Yeah, probably not. But I'm just, I was just like... That's a weird because you're our hobby group's Kevin Bacon in that case. <laughs> I, I was going to go with Jeffrey Epstein, but yeah. Fair. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> no, no. To spin up a private island full of war gamers. <laughs> yeah, keeps hostage. But yeah, because I was like, who was it as well? There was someone on Instagram that I saw, and they were like, "Oh, I, I, I saw such and such a conversion, and it was a picture of your warsmith." And they were like, "I want to, conv- I want, I like." He had the picture of your warsmith. Oh, the same idea. Yeah, yeah, and then, and then, like his model next to it, he'd use the same rod Giggity. for the axe, okay. like the same. Oh, the the, the um, people, their minds are blown about that. I don't know why. I don't know either, but I saw it and I was like, "Hey, that that's um, that spins warsmith." And in the comments, a couple of people were like, "Oh yeah, that's phosphorex spins." Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, "Oh." I came here to do that. <laughs> He's internet famous. He doesn't need you anymore. It was like three people. <laughs> that's like, like, hey, that's the know. first I'm hearing about it. So fair enough. I mean, you were tagged. People have tagged you. Oh, I don't. I've not seen that. Yeah. Maybe I'm not in the group. On Instagram. Oh, I don't generally don't get notifications on oh, right. stuff. So Instagram is a bit weird. On Instagram, yeah. it's full of. I want it, but it's full yeah, of hot cosplays. Never, never as well. got, never got notified for that. It so, is. But whatever. Cool. Full of hot cosplays. I mean, the way I look at it is that. Uh, speaking of which, yeah. If people are like seeing my stuff and taking inspiration from it, then wicked. Yeah. By all means, rip yeah. it, rip it, you know, t- you know, take it. That's that's what I've... I. It's all. But it's effectively what I do. I see inspiration everywhere, and it uses it. That I use that as ideas. That's why I'm always coming up with stupid ideas because I'll yeah. be just scrolling through the internet and be like, "That's cool. I want to apply something to that." Like that list today. No, that it goes bit. in the bin spin. No, but that list was because I saw someone else suggest something. I went, "That's a fucking cool idea." I'll update my list for it's that. For the, it's for the whack bin. Yeah, but no, I I spend no end of time on the Black Shields, like hashtag on Instagram, looking at yeah, like inspiration. 
just apropos of nothing, we should in institute a, uh, you know, like they have in um, Nando's with a spice level for a list. We should do that locally. <laughs> so is it like five, five, five black zero tier, black tier, five spice. So what is sanguineous, nice and kind of like, you know, nice and polite. Five is a, is it? Since when sanguineous been nice and polite? Of the Primarchs, I suppose he is. If you were to say who's the nicest Primarch... It's probably... Oh, right. If it's if Vulcan. it's lists... Okay, yeah, fair. Yeah, Vulcan's a better, better it, call. You have to go from, like, if, if the list is super bland and has no... It's Ferris Manus. Yeah. But if it's super spicy, then it, it's it's a bit of the a bit of the Horace. He's not that spicy. Magnus. Mm, nah. nah. Magnus I, is the middle, though. Magnus is, like, can't decide Kurs. whether he's got any spice to him. Curse. Psychopath chicken. <laughs> Can you imagine going to Nando's and having a chicken that was as spicy as Conrad? <laughs> <laughs> literally full of broken glass and razor blades. You order it and they ring you. They pre-order your ambulance. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I think we need that as a you know like the, the whole toast meme. Oh, we need that's a, from need, fucking my Imperium. We need a spice level for when people do something. They go, oof, that's level. That's that level of heresy. Which spice. do you mean the the. The, Anton the toast of oh the Anton approved toast. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We need yeah we need a spice scale. Right, yeah. let's let's make this happen. I'll put it on my hobby to do list. That's five well, out well, of five. You know it could be it could be like you know this level of horses, but it could be like Dan's face is like happy at the bottom and then really fucking not happy at the top. Like the Drake, could, like the Drake could, meme. <laughs> you could go yeah. from you could go yes. from which meme the Drake <laughs> meme. Oh fucking! You could go from Loken to Horace. Oh, yeah. So it's like, Loken, <laughs> mild as fuck, crushed by building, dead. <laughs> and then you've got, like, Torgadin, just a bit of a cheeky, a bit of, a bit of cheeky spice. And you've got a fucking Horace Axamand, who's, like, middle of the bit spicy. Abaddon. Ab 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 Abaddon, who's like, I've got two peppers, bitch. And what? <laughs> and then and then just Horace at the top. Just okay. like, Ooh. Gonna, gonna wreck your bunghole on the way out. <laughs> I'm gonna burn in and out. Yeah, we, we should, make, we should definitely okay, make that we'll a thing. do that. We'll make that a thing. Um, cool. What have you done then, Ross? I read Mortis. Fuck all of you. Have you? <laughs> yes. yes! At last. I'm, I'm like halfway through Warhawk as well. Oh, fucking hell. I read Mortis, and I'm going to disagree with you. I really, really enjoyed Mortis. Uh, we've, we've discussed this, haven't we? And my issue with Mortis, I think, was more to do with the fact that it was... It, I was really hyped for it because it, of its name and what its subject matter was meant to be. I got the limited edition one, so I just read it straight away, but I just burnt through it. And I felt like, uh, it just felt like a bit of a, I think following Saturnine, which was so yeah, good. Because I had a break. You've read a lot of so stuff I, in between. I so. read Saturnine, then I read Penitent, then I read Anarch. Yeah. Then I had to sit in the corner and cry because yeah, I killed so many response. of my favourite characters. I then read some like non-Black non, um, Library stuff. But the thing I really liked about Mortis is I really enjoyed the pacing because it had a lot of like the high octane, like tense Titan stuff. I, also, I didn't get that. I also really fucking like Legio Ignatum. The fire wasps are super dope. Yeah, they were cool. Liked past tense. Oh. But that was the thing. I didn't feel like there was much about them. It was more about. There was loads. I try not to spoil stuff for those people that haven't listened to it. I but... mean, heads up, we're about to talk spoilers. Yeah, let's just yeah. just like skip seriously. Head, skip head five minutes. And we're back Maybe ten. Jokes we're probably going to be talking about this for a while. Yeah, like ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no. I mean, I thought it focused more on Solaria on the loyalist side, See, this, right? And that's what bothered me. It's like, I, so I didn't really. I, I know you love Solaria, but 
from Titan Death, I did not really get much of a vibe from Solaria. I so think for, if it had is, more of that, just was a follow up that I was like, I don't want to hear about Solaria anymore. The bits with the bits with the Great Mother and the forming of the new Titan Legion and everything kind of came late in the book. Yeah, because there was the there was the hunting pack that felt rushed. You see, it did, but I think it worked because it it came in a part of the book where it was like that tech priest has to pull a Titan Legion out of her ass. So this is really the only way to do it. That, to be fair, I will agree with you. That was the only part of the book that I didn't think worked as well as the rest. I think the the Solaria hunting pack with the Veroni knights was cool, but I really liked the guy, the princeps, who was like the warlord commander. And you saw most of the the opening battles of Mortis like through mm. his through his eyes. Yeah, I don't know. I just really liked the I way think, Ignatum as a time for me, the pace had the opposite effect. And like I said, it's maybe one of those books I need to go back and reread again, knowing that I've got Warhawk to follow. Yeah. And yeah. I think it was, like I say, it was the come down off Saturnine, which was just so good, jumping straight into Mortis, which I was already excited for, and it just felt like a bit of a uh, slowdown. The other thing is, as you, you said you, you took Mortis to mean the Legion, whereas that book is more about death. Uh, yeah, I've obviously missed... I, misread, yeah. you know, I, I, I think... Because I think I Mortis, as... Mortis is a misleading because yeah. like I assumed it was going to be about the Titan Legion as well until about a third of the way through I was like oh cool like the the name rep- obviously is there because the Mortis Legion's there as well. It's a long but draw. The whole book has mm. the whole book is the theme of it's, it's the death of things. Yeah, like it's the it's, so it's like the... Taxier for example his whole trek from Lion's spaceport back to Colossi is about him accepting the fact that his legion's not making it out of the Battle of Terror. And, like, there's the bit where he's like, I could give up, and probably should give up, but, like, pushes on. And it's the same with Katshiro and that lot. He goes from being like, oh, we're all fucking dead, and, like, my Blood Angel bro, I've just watched him get absolutely mutilated. With one finger left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then it's like, but I could, and I have to carry on. I think that was the other issue. To me... I was looking forward to a Titan book, and those bits, as much as you know, you, you've explained it now, it was it had a purpose. Yeah. To me, they were just getting in the way of the Titan I stuff. Think, I think if we were going to get a pure Titan thing, it would have to be like a novella, because there's not enough. For example, like we got Titan Death, and admittedly, Titan Death wasn't enough to cover Bait and Gar- Beta Garmin. No, that should have been at least two books. I think. Yeah, yeah, because we we should have had the Sea of Fire as well. Yeah. But we got we got Titan Death, and it was all about Titans, and it was the first time really outside of like the audio dramas that we'd had Titan point of view stuff. Mm-hmm. They don't have enough books in the Siege series to give us a whole book on Titans, and it, I think I wasn't as disappointed by it because I knew. That there was going to be stuff about the Dark Angels in it. I knew there was going to be stuff like uh, about. I mean, you can't have a whole siege book without Dawn doing something fucking dumb, like flying to the front lines. What are you doing? Going have a fight. Retaking the Astronomicon was fucking dumb. Yeah, that was cool. Um, but I think that's it. Because I built myself up into something that it wasn't. That's what disappointed yeah. me, and it's it, you know it's a fault of my own. I was expecting something. It wasn't that, yeah. and so therefore the bits that would be better, like I say, if I reread it from a different perspective now, and knowing what's coming afterwards, I think I'd probably enjoy it a lot more because that time round in my head, I built it with something that it clearly wasn't, 
and therefore things like the bit with uh, Taki and the and Katsuhiro, yeah. they just like to me in my head it was like I don't want to be reading this. I want to be reading about Titans, and this is just getting in the way. And yeah. therefore, I'm just blasting through it, not really caring about it. See, there were, there and I'm times, missing the point. There were times where I'm, I was reading the Titan stuff, and it was exciting. Don't get me wrong; like I was enjoying it. Um, but it's like it it it's so high octane and so like tense well, as you've said before about like the, 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 yeah. the you can't the, go you, higher than maximum game yeah so from, from coming off Saturnine bear in mind like Saturnine the whole book built up yeah to, that was such a ramp up yeah like the, it kind of hit the middle and just sprinted all the way to the end with like the the Saturnine gambit and everything that was going on with Cinderman and like it all culminated in what happened under Saturnine and then if Mortis had carried on at that pace, being as long as it is, it would have would have been a, like a horrible book to read. I think it's that might have been a good point to add a novella. Probably like the, the kind of slot in between Saturnine. It's like a to use Alan's phrase, a palate cleanser. Fucking palate because they could have done the whole thing with the Great Mother and the forming of the new time. That would have been, that that would have been a perfect sub story. Yeah, that w- I think would have been a perfect slot in between that and. What, I don't know. but then I think if you did that, what would have Mortis been? It, you know, but they could have done the because there's a lot of politics that are going on in in the series. There's the whole thing that's going on with Euphrates Tequila and and Cinderman. Yeah, because like it's blatantly clear that Cinderman's going to form the Inquisition. That that's what's happening. Yeah, like the whole stuff revolving around the fucking um, custodians just being like, yeah, you Euphrates can go on and do her thing and we'll deal with the religion once we've won. Like, that's just going to have to be a thing. Um, fucking Andromeda from the Selenar. Like, there's loads of political stuff going on that you could have given a whole novella to. Mm. And yeah, you just you follow Cinderman doing a pointless task, but he can narrate his way through the political shit that you need to know ready for Mortis. And it takes out that really jarring moment of the Great Mother being like, guess I'm abandoning my Titan, Legio, and starting a new one, because, you know, fuck Solaria. Yeah. It was the only, Like I say, that was the only part that annoyed me from the whole book. I thought yeeting warp missiles and stuff was fucking sick. I thought a Psy Titan sucking in a Vortex to power itself up was dope. Dai's E-Ray is overpowered and I'm confused as how it got put in the bin at the beginning of Storm of Iron. Like, but also there's, I can't decide if Dawn is really, really smart or really fucking stupid because every book he does something that makes me think, why did you risk yourself in that way? Because you don't have the same plot armour that Sanguinius has. Like, a Sanguinius knows I don't die this day. Khan doesn't give a fuck. I think that's kind of the point. He does it because it's not what's expected of him. When he right, when he turned up on the wall, and they were like, "If the Titan Legions make it here, then the wall falls." And he's like, "It's cool. I bought Sigismund and my bros. We're all good." It's like, bro, this could have been a fucking email. Like, <laughs> go back to whatever is it? The fucking the main. Hang like, on, what, what, how the communications gone down though? Because of send the a power. runner. It's like <laughs> yeah. just. Get Sigismund to be like, go to the front line, take your Templars, stop being a bitch. I think the other thing about Mortis, I think that because obviously the timing view is different for me, and I don't know if you have the same opinion, it also felt like there was a lot of 
like the point of the book was less about what was going on in the siege and more about hey here's the Warmaster Titan guess what we're just about to release as a miniature I like <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, hey, hey. when that happened it was like I was like a bit this feels like an advert now. It did a little bit. Where they were like, oh no, they've unleashed the Warmasters. And it's like, yeah. So, so where's, the, where's the Loyalist Warmasters yeah, yeah. then? I get the, I get the imp- opinion that somewhere on all of the Titan Legio homeworlds, <laughs> there's like giant stasis coffins that have got Warmaster Titans in. And they're just like, we don't let these out because they're real dangerous. Yeah, but what, you know, what I don't get is like, we've got Reavers, we've got Warhounds, we've got Warlords... Warmasters we keep in a box, but Imperators are fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think, I think like... it's because like the they're talked about having like really malicious machine spirits and yeah, stuff and being it's... hard to pilot. So I think it's less of kind of like weaponry. It's more about yeah. It's it's, it's they need machine a, spirit. they need a reason to be like we got to call on the the ones that we don't like. I was also really hyped that they talk about like direwolves and night gaunts and like and my favorite things that was in the book. Corvus assault pods. Yes. Oh my god! When I read and, that, and, I was like, and, and like, um, like melee weapons and like wreckers and stuff like. That. I was like, yeah. yes, this is all cool. And then I was because of that, I was really excited for the the uh, the loyalist legio book and the traitor legio books. I thought they were going to introduce nothing, nothing. 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 The, those two books haven't even got the volkite weapon. No, 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 no. Like, that's a well, fucking kick in the dick. Yeah, they were meant to come out before the volkites, but because um, they're printed in China. Yeah. The, the the shipping from China because I thought all the printing all the printing was done in China but the clam pack inserts are done in the UK so they had the model and the clam packs and everything yeah. and I guess they were just like fuck it we need to release something uh, I, I have after looking at the weapons cards uh, I do have opinions about the Volkite weapons on Titans now because the uh, the Warlord one is mm, is that the one that it, have I I give everyone those inside from a wall. Like, there's no cards in that box of stuff. I think I've kept the cards. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I might have kept the cards. <laughs> yeah, I, I found I found pictures of the cards on the interweb. Um, but it's got it's got the beam, which means you don't have to roll to hit. You just go. Oh, I'm right. shooting in that direction. So basically, the the warlord would really? just get five hits. Yeah, it gets shields. Yeah. That's pretty spicy. I did not know that. Yeah, that's, that's what the beam good. rule is. It oh, makes yeah. it draining if you fire it as a beam, but I'd say one roll on a react chart. For five automatic hits on the shield. Yeah, I need that sort of stuff. Of course, we're doing. Win. I yeah, I read them books. I read. Oh, yeah, we're still talking about hobby, aren't we? Some of the some Black Library horror stuff, which is like goosebumps. Weak source. Yeah, I've started sourcing all the parts I need for my Nemean Reaver, and Ooh. I've started getting the parts together for my Aversa Assassin for the King Fluff event. Game on. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I finally got through uh, my order for. Um, Bits that I needed to start getting the that event together as well. My Dominion Reaver is now into its fourth iteration. Hi, welcome you to my use world. That oh yeah, no, I'm going to Flamberg. Yeah. But it's like I've had to order. You know the you know the the new Black Templars like sword brethren champion the guy that's walking forward and he's got the sword in one hand and he's moving his hand to the hilt with the other. I need his arms, so I'm fucking getting that guy on eBay just for his fucking arms. <laughs> I've got a. Uh, the body is mostly going to be Khan. I need to get a head from um, Liber de Monica. Because he's just done some Dark Angel ones. And one of them is like a hooded but half helmet. Yeah. Spicy as fuck. 
Just far too many pieces. I don't like going full spin on conversions. It takes too long. <laughs> You've gone full spin. It does take too long. It's a lot of stress. But when it comes together, just just right. Like I tore part just of my right. office apart looking for them because Ant in the summer printed me a bunch of the you know the chaos wide winged backpacks. Yeah. Um, couldn't find them. Searched everywhere for them. They're in the fucking kitchen. <laughs> On the sideboard yeah. in the kitchen, just being like, hey, I'm where you put me so you can keep me safe. I'm chilling. Just Ooh. here. Just chilling. Uh, apart from that, I haven't actually physically done any hobby. I've been too busy reading and uh, I had some family stuff go on, which kind of fucked up my momentum a little bit. But mm. yeah. That reminds me, actually, I've uh, started because uh, I'm taking Rubio in that. We talked about it in the last episode, I think. Yes. But I'm doing a conversion for him because I cannot stand his he is model. such a dirt model. The model is horrible, so I'm converting mine instead. Fair enough. Um, basing sure. it off, I got I managed to get one of the bodies off eggheads, egghead miniatures, uh, of one of the um, what they're called. I don't know. They actually called the Deathwing, the, the champions. De- yeah, the Deathwing champions. Yeah, the Deathwing champions. One of those guys is actually the only one that doesn't have a winged sword symbol on his oh, chest. I don't know which one you mean. Uh, but I think if I so if I sand down the uh, like the knee pad detail, it will look fairly Mark Six like, and then shave off any like any. I mean, I don't mind him having some details on because when you look at the Garrow miniature, they do have yeah. like some like. How are you doing his psychic hood? Uh, plastic one from Grey Knight. Oh, kit. Oh, I've got loads of, of Grey Knight yeah, sitting yeah. around, and then I'm using one of the Grey Knight heads for his uh, like the unhelmeted heads for yeah. for for his That's head. Cool. Uh, all I need is. Um, I'm thinking of getting, um, I think that it's the Primaris upgrade kit that's got like um, an Ultramarines kind of Gladius type. Oh weapon. yeah, I might have one. Oh, that'd be cool if you got one uh, for his sword because he kept his sword um, and then just like an open hand for the other hand. And then I was thinking about trying to put a, <laughs> a, the, the, the bolter like underslung. Oh, don't do a handbag bolter. I was thinking about it, but... Maglocks, have... man. Right, this is what's always annoyed me. In the law... They have in all of the books, they talk about maglocks. So it's like, I'm just going to maglock my bolter to my like shoulder pad or my like thigh or whatever. Yeah. Yet mod- models have loads of fucking Cinematic- weird straps. Yeah, cinematically that's fine, but when you maglock or you stick a bolter on a miniature, it looks really out of place. It looks just... Yeah, no, I'll, I'll give you that, but... Because I've tried... I did that with my... Fucking... The handbag shit pisses me off. <laughs> I did that with my one of my breach sergeants that's kind of got a power fist pointed and he's obviously mm. holding the shield. So I was like, well, where do I put his bolter? So I, well, I think one of the ideas was to maglock it to the inside of the shield. Which logically is probably where it'd go. It, yeah, but it, I think it looked a bit... It made it look, look too bulky because the bolter is huge on, on that. Yeah. So I, I think I maglocked it to his leg because it looks it's out of our, our line of sight. But yeah, that's my only issue with that idea is that the only place I might put it is maybe across his back, like underneath the power pack, oh, basically yeah, on his yeah. ass. But even then, it looks a bit stuck on. You could do it like um, Sex Machine from uh, Dust Till Dawn. <laughs> Have it in a crotch pocket. <laughs> so crotch pocket. Do you know the night the knights errant um, oath of the moment rules? Mm. You know how if we don't complete our objectives, the best we can do is draw. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realise that. Did you not? I, I did. Know. Okay. Miss Dick, I messaged him and I was like, have you seen the downside? He's like, yeah, but we're not playing to win. I was like, oh, okay. You're playing for the draw, that's what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Our armies are either going to be... It's win big, lose big. Basically, yeah. Win big, lose big. Yeah, but we're either going to 
do really well, which is unlikely, because a lot of people we've seen like what sort of stuff that people are thinking about taking. I don't know because there's been a lot of there's been a lot of flapping gums and people talking smack. Uh, yeah. So it, here's <clears throat> it, here's my take on this. So, um, kind of brief introduction by hobby. I finished my army for the event. Done. Well, oh, you, yeah. you had to make sure you had time to do ours when exactly. we hook it up. Um, but it's done. Um, I still posit that most of the people that are um, prevaricating about what they're going to take and, you know, theory hammer and stuff, it'll get to, it's going to be July next year and they're going to go, fuck, what have we got in a case? Guess it's World Eaters then. <laughs> and that's exactly what's going to happen. Well, I mean, that's why I am actually keen on getting it. I mean, this whole thing is less about winning or pulling out, like, you know, a competition level, like, you know, best painted army or anything like that. For me, it is a drive to get an army painted myself. Yeah. yeah. That is beyond that. I mean, I could go full speed on 18 miniatures in terms of conversions, like Please some don't, people do. But I have, don't intend to do that. We don't have that long. I'm doing basic kit bashing to kind of like you know, signify maybe a different Legionnaire. So, like the Space Wolf, for example, is going to have a plastic Space Wolf head. Yeah. You know? And I'm going to, like, I've basically got two vet squads. One that's more close combat re uh, related to kind of cover some of the close combat related more legionnaires. And one that's just a range, like, they've got bolt guns and some combi weapons in there. I'm using a couple of more Dathan for, say, like, maybe a word bearer and a, an alpha legionnaire to kind of mix it up a little bit. Otherwise, because they're not meant to be really ostentatious. Mm. They're just meant to be in Mark Six armor, so it should be fairly simple, basic stuff. Yeah, we should tickle King Fluff for some event-specific oaths at the moment, though. I think that'd be cool. I think you'd be up for that as well. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of make it unique to his story arc. Because like on. the one, I, the one I thought that was there, which was go and kill characters, is just kill the warlord. Yeah, slay the warlord. Yeah, it's I was like, warlord. That's a bit... Like I could see how that would be okay with a normal knight errant, but if the Nemenian Reaver comes for your warlord, your fucking warlord's gonna die. It's it getting to the warlord is the hard part, I think. Because if they know that if your name Nemean Reaver turns up, what's that guy gonna do? I'm gonna go to the other end of the board while you're running across the board at me with my squat army in or front I of you. Or could just like precision deep strike in a place you can't get away from me. Yeah, that's true. Because they don't scatter when they deep strike. That's a good point, yeah. But then they can't charge, they just go like, off the board. Boo. <laughs> but um one thing I will want, uh, I am definitely going to be asking you for. I'm pulling a face now, listeners. It's advice on how to get that cool plasma glow because my oh, dreadnought's going to have Bro, a plasma glow. There's cannon. so many really good tutorials. I'll send you one. There are. There's, um, it's there's a hundred and one ways to do it. The reality of it, um, and I'll tell you this now. I will tell you this now. It looks much better in photos than it does in real life, and the reason for that is in real life. You can't trick your brain that the 3D effect is right. Yeah, so you see the flat. You see it's flat. Yeah. Whereas in a video, in a photo, you can't see that. Oh, yeah, you basically you, you see it as, in the, as in light, the, don't the, you? Yeah, yeah, you see it as light. Oh no, I just think that is something that's drawn me to the. That's one of the reasons why I went for a plasma cannon. Is because I thought that looked cool on that model. Not, not that it's really good in Zadam. I mean, that helps. A a plasma <laughs> cannon. Yeah, exactly. It's only one plasma cannon. So, you know, one shot, it'll scatter <laughs> at some point. It'll probably scatter towards onto my own stuff. My, my so contempt has got all the template weapons. Speaking <laughs> of luck, you know, game last night, uh, it was one of the bit of hobby I did do. I got a game, finally got a game of Heresy in um, against Nick, played mm. Nick. Uh, unfortunately, he said it wasn't in the game, but 
he's got. A, I really like his army at the moment. Like his composition, like his new version of his Blood Angels army. It's like he's got six troop choices, six scoring units. But a lot of it is obviously jump pack marines, which are looking really nice. Um, but then he's got like he's got a predator tank. He's got uh, an Arcus, two vet squads, two like six man vet squads in rhinos, and it just feels like a nice Blood Angels army. But last night. I took a night for a bit of a laugh because I never used one. I took a that's a air quotes listeners a bit of, bit a, laugh. of a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it was also because he cancelled on me twice before already. Yeah, that's right, motherfucker. Um, but also, I've never used one. I never use a night in a game, and I've, and it, I also had the realization that less for less point like so. I've got a Leviathan and a Dreadnought drop pod, and the night is less points than that. And I was like, that's mad. So, but I went for a Serastus Knight Castigator, is it? That's the fella. The one with the, the sword and the and the, sword and the, and the bolt cannon. And the burnt cannon. I move forwards. And I hate taking a Day of Revelations list. Deep strikes everything. One of his... His Praetor got mishapped, went off the table <laughs> at last. Because he was being a cheeky bugger trying to do it on the edge of the table. Yeah. I put him in the far corner of the, t- the, far corner of the board at that point. Yeah, you put him in the forever corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and... Um, you know, walked forward with my uh, uh, Serastus, shot some dudes, killed some dudes. Six inches away, I'm going to charge you. Wicked. Let's see how this guy, bad boy is in combat. Double one on my distance. <laughs> He's not doing anything then, so uh, good times. So, yeah, that's that's how, how my dice look can go. And then, unfortunately, that's when we learned that apparently what you don't do with a Serastus Knight is ch- mob it with, four, uh, with 30, um, uh, 30 assault marines. Into base base contact. Yeah, because what happens when you kill a Serastus Knight uh, Castigator spin? Uh, they super explode, which I didn't know about. <laughs> oh Which, no, we're a bit close to the epicenter of that blast, I'm afraid. To be fair, I did kill, what, eight or six of them with the Tempest Blade sweeping yeah, around. He did, he did this thing where he basically sticks his sword out and spins 360 degrees. <laughs> the, the reason why I did that is because apparently auto hits. Yeah. He doesn't even need to roll to hit, he That's just goes. Such bullshit. I didn't know that. I was Thriller like, attack. oh. He goes, oh, I'm going to use my belt bombs. I'm like, oh, but they're initiative one. So this attack says I could do it at initiative two, thinking that I'll basically get a, a, an immediate attack against everything in base to base. And it was like, oh, no, that auto hits. Oh, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's straight at AP2. Oh, dear. But then he goes, right, metal bomb, metal bomb, metal bomb. Wicked. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, they get obviously D3 rather than an explosion result. But it's six all points. So, yeah, he dies. And that's when Dan goes... You need to remember how you know it explodes. Okay, I'm not sure. Has that got a special rules then to be super heavy? Like, yeah. Look it up and we're like, I'm not really sure how that works. What does this mean, Dad? What this means is that with the super apocalypse template, She's anything is based of, within five inches is taking a strength DAP2 hit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they're all dead. Seven inches out, these guys take a strength eight AP3 hit. They're all dead. <laughs> and these guys that are left, oh, they also get wounded. There was three guys left after that's, like, that's, like twenty odd that had charged. Cha- Chaplin that and two dudes, savage. and those two dudes run away. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, I think given that situation, I'd have run away. Yeah. As well. I was just like, oh god, like it would have been like if if it had been me that had just kind of rampaged through his assault marines in combat, that's on me. But for it to wipe out most of his infantry army by exploding <laughs> because he's killed it. That was rough. That was proper rough, that was. I exploded my face off. But yeah, no, suffice to say, I won't be taking the night again. I'll be reverting back to the Leviathan, I think. Weak. 
just feels more. And it, I was I was only borrowing it anyway, so I borrowed it off Ant. So uh, yeah, that's the first time Ant's that knight of Ants has been in combat. He hasn't used his knight army, although he said he might take it. Was that the first time it's actually been used? Yeah, he's not used his knight army. That. Like like I say, although he said he, he might take it on on Sunday. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Lockdown loving. Despite us only being three, we're still almost an hour in with still Dan's hobby to go. <laughs> Yeah, because we've talked mostly about stuff that isn't. We went off on some. We've been on. We're tangential bastards. Yeah, we did a book review and I did a a mini game review. So it's fine. So uh, long and short of it is, uh, I've painted my army for Kingcloth event. So that's my Terminator's Contemptor, and uh, two characters. Two two characters. Dead easy. Uh, Nearly finished my Ultramarines, although I'm vacillated a bit with the colour scheme for my militia. So I was hoping to have them done for this weekend. We got going to Warhammer World on the nineteenth for a bit of a gaming day. Did you say you've painted those like forty of those three times now? Yeah, I don't like it. Didn't like any of the schemes, but I saw, I've I've found one which I'm going to try one tomorrow, uh, and I think that might be it. But I mean, so if it was me, awesome. I'd go simple, go black with blue blue accent colours. Nah, fuck that. Aren't they aren't they softer defense force? Yeah. Like, aren't they described? No, not really. No, they're not. No, the um, the long and the short of it is the the obvious thing to do is because they're all on woodland bases, it's paint and green, but they just vanish into the base. See, whenever I think of Sother, I think of like the the sandstone color and like the because Sother itself, the Pharos is described as being like white, like yellow stone. Yeah, and I don't know why, but I just think of like they're the almost like Talon colors. Kind of thing for the for their uniforms. Yeah, so I always think of Sotha as a forest world. Yeah, and, and then, you know, all the bases are like foresty. Yeah, but I specifically think of the yeah. Pharos. Long and short of it is, I found a colour scheme. I'm going to try. I'm going to paint one tomorrow. If it works, I'll do the rest of them. Um, what else? You probably haven't done by Sunday then. I might have done. <laughs> I need. Um, I've lost the. Um, I've got a javelin to finish, and I've lost the dude that fires the melt gun. Oh Ooh. no. I know it'll be somewhere in the, in Club Colchester. Maybe it's in your kitchen. It might be. It may, can I go and check your kitchen cabinet? <laughs> so you can sat on there. I mean, yeah. Hey, dude. <laughs> what? I wonder why I got this crew member from her. Think. Um, what else? What else? What else? Uh, I am doing some original artwork to get printed onto banners and shit to go into Club Colchis. Oh. Yeah, baby. I've done some um, uh, decal designs. I'm trying to get printed. I've, oh, for Thalassia. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to look sick. Uh, I've painted uh, some lightnings in Thalassia colours. I've... <laughs> um, I've I've finished the army that I'm taking on Sunday. Oh, yeah, you showed me that one, didn't you? Yeah. yeah well, no, uh, no spoilers. No spoilers. This, spoilers out yeah. well, this, this, in theory, will go out tomorrow. So. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> no spoilers. But let's just say... The two words you're looking for are rolling thunder. Oh no. Oh yes! My response when I saw it was, ha ha, that's amazing! <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm looking forward to using that. And that, so and I've reached a weird part in, in the hobby now where I've not got any major things to finish off. So um, I've got Ollie's Contacar to paint, which I might start, but actually, I might go a bit off-piste and do a bunch of either corn demons, uh, some titans, including one for you. Ooh. Uh, you you've done a couple of those already, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, I wanted to. I want to. Um, I, I played a couple of games of Titanicus, did a couple of hobby get, um, demos. Yeah, I saw Titanicus, and it's got me proper frothy for playing the game again. So, um, I bought a couple of Reavers yesterday, and I might. I quite fancy painting those up so I can do a a um, full Corsair maniple from a Legio Gryffindor. Fucking Corsair. We're, we're warp, warp no, don't fucking warp missiles. That's for weak source child molesters and fake Russians. <laughs> Yeah, don't do that. That's no. I've, every every time I say, oh, because Luke was like, oh, he's cool. I like Reavers. They're quite good. A good balance of fire. It's, yeah, everybody takes the Corsair manifold because it's really good. Oh, is it? Is it yeah, it's, what people do is they take five warp missiles, then Alpha strikes somebody off the board in the turn one. And it's like, oh yeah, I see now. Oh yeah. Yeah, so you guarantee he's going to do it. Yeah, don't do it, Luke. <laughs> don't fucking do it. I already it. called him on his shit. Yeah, yeah. but he, he, his response is, this is me. <laughs> yeah. Is that what did he? Do? he <laughs> He fucking posted a picture of um, Kasaro Khan, the Primaris Kasaro Khan, the other day. Because I, oh, I was yeah. like, the only person so far that's submitted any pictures for the December roundup for Leicester Heresy is Kurt, which is fucking shocking, considering it's Kurt. And he posted it, and I was just like, you're starting to real push your luck in here, Luke. <laughs> like, what are you doing? In fact, let me send you the photo, Ross. I'll send it on signal so you can have a snigger to yourself. Okay. But you know, you you posted your list, your because um, obviously you're doing demons for AOS. Yes. But using like doubling them up for yeah. Well, I mean, it's uh, the it's because it, it's corn demons, so it's basically a load of blood letters, some blood crushers. So I just remembered that conversation when you blew Ross's mind about the fact they don't have a four in one we'll see. Yeah. I I tell you what, <laughs> I had fully misread that rule. <laughs> Because I was like, I don't know how I'd done it in my head. Because when I went back and looked at it, I was like, it clearly says that it's a fucking four up. And then my brain was like, I don't know how I did it the first time around, but my brain was like, they don't have an armor save, their save is invulnerable. And then I always thought that it was super fucking ridiculous that you could take one of the emanations of the warp that incre increased their save to three up. And I was like, this is why everyone says they're bent. This is why everyone says that uh, Demons of the Ruinstorm are like fucking like so durable is because they'd have a like three up four up and vulnerable save and then dad was like no you're a fucking idiot and I was like I am I fully accept that. <laughs> like, this is one of those situations where I've done something so fucking stupid but no I've been I've been looking back at my um, my tech demons thing mm. and then I found a uh, like a, a guy who makes 3D Models, STLs. All right. And it's all, like, Nurgle stuff. But it's all kind of like... You know how the current Games Workshop, Beast of Nurgle, tries to bridge that, like, grim, gribbly horror with, like, the comedy that is Nurgle? Yeah. And it doesn't... It falls the wrong side. Yeah. These models are perfect. Like, one of the... Basically, like, one of them looks like Sully from Monsters, Inc. If um, he'd, like, contracted leprosy... So, like, he's just got one really big eye and tiny arms and tiny legs. But it's just, like, bits of flesh falling off. It looks grim. It's perfect. And I was like, oh, well, I'm not going to bother with that. Like, they're going to be fucking expecting, no, the files are so cheap. It's, like, a few dollars here and there. Cool. And I was like, <clears throat> I bet it's just these. I bet there's not a whole range. No, there's a whole range, including the behemoths. And I was like, fuck, next year Ollie's just going to get sent some money and a list of STLs print this tell me when you're done because so I was like I love I've always loved Nurgle um, I think it, I think they're the best chaos god just because 
it's like, yeah, I'm horrible and I'm diseased and I'm the decay and death of all things, but I also really don't give a fuck and I think everything's hilarious. And the the kind of... Um, He's like Plague Santa. That's how I kind of envision him. He is Plague Santa. So he's basically Boris Johnson. Um, <laughs> so at some point, once once I've done my Black Shield army and I've got my, my like hobby back going, I'm probably going to like randomly turn up and be like, who wants to play Nurgle? <laughs> like, I've bought the fucking Grim Lads. Yes! Oh, I'm a bit of that. Speaking of which, I'm fucking... I ordered a desk. Oh, so you got ordered? I ordered my desk. And then I immediately got an email. This desk's out of stock, despite saying it's in stock. God damn it. And it isn't going to be here till March. I was like, right, fucking cancel that. It then took them a week to give me my money back. Jesus. And then Amazon were like, why did you cancel that within half an hour? Like, just out of curiosity, kind of like, is something wrong? So I, I was like, fuck it, I'm going to go and uh, I'm going to use this live chat function and, and complain. And then, beginning of this week, I got an email from Amazon. It's like, you've helped us remove a malicious seller from the platform. Here's a £10 uh, credit Guess onto it. your... I was like, wait, what's a malicious seller? <laughs> so basically, from from their description, it is um, someone who set up a fake business account, is selling <clears throat> stuff, is waiting for the money to transfer to them from Amazon, and then cancelling like, like it or saying the product's postponed. And then when the customer gets pissed off, and says, I want my money back, Amazon have to pay the money back because the product's not been dispatched. Yeah. And then when they try to get the money back from the business, they've gone. God damn it, Bezos. Yeah. I mean, I'm all for fleecing Oh, yeah, Bezos. fuck Bezos, but yeah. But, yeah. Fucking hell. So I was like, oh, I could make a load of money if I can just go and find all the dodgy, <laughs> like a £10 a pop, let's go. Thanks for the instruction manual. I'll be setting one away. <laughs> but yeah, I, um, I found another desk. It's slightly more expensive, and I've, with being so cr- close to Christmas, I'm probably going to order it after in the Christmas sale. So, mm. yeah, nice cool. little corner desk for him. Very upstairs. nice. That's very civilized. Very and then civilized. when um, when Barwell's got airbrushes again, I'll be getting one of those. Back of the net. You thinking about going on one of their courses? Mm, I don't know. This is the thing. Um, I'd like to, but. I don't know how I feel about being in a room with a bunch of people I don't know. It's the same same as the cinema. Do you know what mm, I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm perfectly happy chilling out with you guys here and, like, at club because I'm pretty sure everyone that goes to club is of a similar opinion that, you know, mm. licking lampposts is bad. But, uh, like, but my sister... Public. Well, my sister and her friend have said they're going to see the new... In fact, they've gone tonight to go and see Spider-Man. I'm not worried about that. Why? Someone told me you really need to see um, Eternals before you see that. Yeah. So they've gone to see Spider-Man and they were like, yeah, we need to wear our masks the whole time. Um, but then as a precaution, they booked two extra seats. And because it's allocated seating, they've got one either side of them. And I was like, that's very expensive. And my sister was like, yeah, but I'm not going to get breathed on by a weirdo. I was like, yeah, legit. Like, I just don't, I don't know... I'll just get Dan to teach me. <laughs> I was going to say, I'll, I'll come around, I, I can teach you all the basics. I, think, I, I mean, to be fair, like, the, teach, the basics that you'd be teaching him is the same as what I would have I learned on the course as well, because yeah, you yeah. did the same course, didn't you? So, I've been watching a lot of um, like YouTube tutorials and stuff on uh, airbrushing and weathering and all sorts. So, Yeah. 
Cool. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I've got that uh, that that really envious idea uh, way of trying to figure out the grey that I need for. Uh, oh, that's the door. So what grey are you trying to do? Well, no, because it's for, it's for the uh, night errand. Oh, okay. But it's like because I want to airbrush them, get a nice you know get a nice shade a shade of grey, but. Grey's never really a colour I've ever painted or even considered painting before, so it's like, well, like you sent me a link to a guy that had done some nice ones on Instagram. Yeah, but, but he, doesn't, he doesn't answer his fucking question. No, he's not answered. I've, I've asked him, you know, what because he basically goes, This is a dark grey, this is a mid grey, this is a light grey. Do you know what I'd do if I were you? Because I've used some really nice ones. One of the colour schemes I did for my militia was a grey one, um, is a model air. But they do all like the military aircraft colours. Yeah. So you can do, you know how you get like the trios of colours in Games Workshop stuff? So like corn red, yeah. Plastaca red. Like the, 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 the like base the, layer in yeah, highlight, yeah. yeah. It's really easy to find like a dark grey, mid grey, and a light grey in the same tonal variations. Oh, okay. Like a yellow or a blue base or, you know, whatever. Um, and do it like that, and then you can get like a bluey grey or a yellowy grey. That's the thing, yeah. That it's that like that. It's gonna sound weird. That right grey, like you say, blue grey. That immediately to me says space wolf. Because it's so like, like a steel grey. Yeah, it's like steel grey. But it's got like a, it's got blue tones to it. Which is, really? Yeah, I mean, yeah. So if it looks like steel, it'll have blue in it. I suppose yeah, the Forge World mod versions of the characters have kind of got a bluey effect on them, haven't they? Even that guy's. Because the the very base grey is a blue grey right. that he uses, but it's like I was thinking about this, and I might just get when I when I get around to doing the because I'm thinking about doing the Nominian Reaver the same way I'm going to do my because you're taking the the oh okay which is um like dark grey base highlight and then just oil wash because mm. the oils will give me my like shading and recessing and then. Battle damage done. Mm. Yeah. Um, model Vallejo model air, uh, and I the the, the greys with like C in the name, like uh, dark sea grey, light sea grey. Okay. Might have, to, might have to have a, a, a chat with you on on <coughs> Signal about that at some point then. Yeah, I've got I've got a bunch of them because um, I, I bought um, I quite like them because they're. Vallejo because they're consistent colours. If you buy a pot from five years ago and a pot yeah. now, they're exactly the same yeah. colour. Um, the air colour, the airbrush colours, literally just go straight in the airbrush, and, you and they've got nice transitions as well in terms yeah. of like their the, the colour range, haven't they? Yeah. I've actually just ordered a couple of their fluorescents to play with. Yeah, I've not tried any of that. But I watched um, Squidmar. Oh yeah, yeah. On YouTube, um, and I just ha he just happened to pop up in my like for you section, and it was how to do um, basically like a quick way to do eye glow, and it's basically like base red flesh color fluorescent because the fluorescent has really high pigment but it's really thin, so it will stick to the the lighter color. It looked really good basically, yeah. and I was just like, that's a quick easy way because my hands shake too much to do the the diamond the the gem thing these days. So, yeah, plus, I look at that. like That's I was thinking point. about this, like when I used to paint back in the day, I, I painted to quite a high standard on all my models, and you don't need that. You need fucking tabletop standard for most things, and then like your characters need to be a little bit better. Mm. Gun, gun pigs need to go beyond the table for 
five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is what this, yeah, I'm take that's why I'm taking the same principle on the the conversions. Like I'm trying to do mm. basic models for the the, you know, the the infantry guys, and then I'm going to convert one of the character and, and convert the, the two characters in more detail. You guys seen the rust weathering uh, liquid that Angos has some, been playing baby. with? Have you got some? Yeah. How, is it is it as good as it looks? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like anything. It's really easy to overdo it. So and more more often with effects like that, it's the placement of them that makes it look effective rather than mm. the effect itself. You Moist I mean? for it. It looked really cool. Yeah, it's good. See, that's what the issue that we had with Alan's Chaos Warrior, wasn't it? It just made everything rust. Yeah. And it see, it was just it, it lost. I in my opinion, it lost the effect because oh yeah, one, there was no sharp edge was there not just that but also he i mean it was you know it was a personal choice on his part in terms of the the skin color he went for was too similar to the rust color so it kind of got lost in that mm. and then the all the armor was rusted so it kind of lost the effect in my opinion it just like it was just a color mm. as opposed to a rust effect and then he also you know he didn't pick out any oranges in it as well which is generally a, a rust kind of effect I think but, I think with rust you've got to you've really got to push the contrast. So you want like you want like a dark reddy brown right up to a proper yeah. bright orange, uh, with like metallic edges, you know, like chipping and stuff in the rust. If you if you can do it all rust, uh, I mean that that's a personal thing. Um, yeah, I I quite like using contrast paints to do rust effects. All right. Okay. Like Griffhound orange and what well, I can't remember what the other one is, uh, and then. Um, you kind of you paint it the metal base metal color you want, and then you use like the, the thin down contrast paint over it, and it makes it gives it that patina. Oh, and right. the fact it comes out blotchy works in your favor because yeah. you know rust is blotchy. There's going to be so much once I've got my set up. There'll be so many questions of me just being like, "How do you do this again?" It's been uh, a couple of years now, chaps. <laughs> it's all fine. All part of the free service. Um, I think we're done with hobby though, aren't we? We are, yeah. We've had a book review. We've had a game review. We're doing well. We've tangent. You've done some actual hobby. I've actually done some actual hobby. I'm going to do some more actual fucking hobby as well. <sighs> Maybe I will do the corn demons. I might. I Quite might build my destroyers. I saw. I think it was. Uh, is it Richard Harris from the Heralds of Heresy? Oh yeah, powerful Richard Harris. Um, I think someone posted up. Uh, oh, what are you working on at the moment? Show me what you're painting. That was Tom. Tom Sargent from. Um, the powerful. Well, he, it was his post, was it? Merchant Princeling podcast, which you should listen to because it's fucking dope. Uh, I think he po- it, w- it was him that made the post, was it? Yeah. Yeah, I think Richard Harris responded uh, responded with he's w- working on a. Um, forgot his name, that Bellacore. Oh, giant wing boy. Now, and then I immediately went. Dan should use Bellacore as the basis for his demon uh, demon prince. No, I don't need to. I've got one of the Forge World corn demon princes. Oh, uh, yeah, I've got Big wheeze. Yeah, not one. It's, it's, it's just like big fuck off blood letter with a giant yeah. honking great big axe yeah. and bad attitude. The reason why is because I thought that the Bellacore model would look cool in like the the, the corn in the corn but, in the um, red colours, but I think that would fit well in the Ruin Storm style. Did is it Richard you know I mean? that's done his yeah. with the first ahead? No, it was a base. It's a standard. Just a normal Bellacore. That I'm aware of, yeah. Because I saw someone that had done it, basically made Scarbrand, but not made Scarbrand because Scarbrand has a better model. I don't like his wings. I don't. Well, I don't like his wings. wings. No, Scarbrand. Scarbrand. Right, because his wings are shredded. Um, yeah, but I do like the Bellacore model. I've, I who was I saying it to the other day? Might have been you actually. 
I quite I really fancy painting Lord of Change, but I don't like the rest of the Zinch model range. See, I'm having a real hard time because obviously I'm, I was talking about doing the the Nurgle list. I keep thinking to myself, shitloads of screamers. You know the um, is it Zangors? Yeah, like Zangors as as um, lesser demons. Uh, Lord of Change, and then I'm like, what do you do for your your bigger things? Your um, like your demonic. Behemoths and stuff like that. Mm. That's the only point. I get to that point in list building, and I'm just like, I could just add more screamers. Um, so yeah, like I, it's one of those things that I'd like to do, but I have zero plan to to do. Like Lord of Change, it's all stock models basically. Like yeah. it's all stock. Yeah, you don't need to do anything fancy with it. Um, I think, um, yeah, all the all my reinstalled lists are number themed, so there's units of sixteen. Blood letters, units of eight. Like it used to be back in the day. Yeah. Like, you know, because yeah. you, you used to get, was it, I don't know if it was fantasy or 40k, where you used to get bonuses depending on the I think it was both at one that point. That you used yeah. to take. It, it used to be in the, the Slaves to Darkness and Lost in the Damned. Uh, if you took, if you had the right number, or numerically, uh, the God significant num yeah. God number, multiples, you, you'd do all right. It was, you'd get bonuses for stuff. Yeah, anyway. But I might, yeah, but I might do me Call Demons because my blood letters are calling to me. Um, cool, right. So, we've had some new releases in Heresy. In fact, it's been a bit of a fucking frenzy. Yeah, we've had quite a few bits. We had, um, we'll start with the old stuff. We had the Sons of Horus Terminator finally made, in the finally finals, made yeah. it into the real world. Very, He's chunky. Very sexy model. He's big, but I think, because the only person I've so far I've seen compare Terminators is, um, I think it was Matt, Matt Swift, who's one of the moderators on Crusade and Heresy. Hmm. Posted the new Praetor next to the old, you know, the OG Praetor that came in the two pack. Oh yeah, who's already real small, real tiny. Um, I'd like to see him next to some Justerian. They're they're famously small as well, aren't they're, they? They're they're on the small side, but they're not as small as the the Praetor. And then um, Anvil's Jack posted today a picture of um, he did a video, I think, of the Tortuga Bay Terminator next to the. <coughs> Imperial, Imperial Fist, Fist one. one. And they're the yeah. same size. The Imperial Fist one, because it's posed, would be bigger. Yeah. That, it's fucking stupid. Well, did someone compare it against the uh, against Dawn? And they're almost the same size. Like, it yeah. would make sense that they'd be the same size. Someone's made a mistake there on that. Well, like, I've seen I've seen a few people be like, oh, the, whoever printed the Master printed it too big. And I'm like, yeah, but people have eyes. Like, whoever printed the Master could have looked at it and gone, oh, that's too big, and done it again. Yeah, but, quality control though, isn't it? Well, this is quality what, control. This is the thing, Forge World. For, like, I was thinking about this the other day. You think of the quality of stuff that Ollie prints and that like you'll be printing, and the, the kind of the STLs you've like remixed and and pumped out to us. You look at those, and like barring super high def photographs, you can't see the print lines. Definitely not when they've been printed. So why the fuck do Forge World models have like? visible print lines that you can see after you've painted them. Like, I've got some Arvis lighters, and, like, mine are fine, luckily, but there are people who have got Arvis lighters that you can see, like, big fucking print lines on. Um, oh, so I was building... Um, I was building a Sabre. Your Sabre's got print lines? Yeah. It's just... it's uh, Honestly, it's kind of unacceptable. Do you know it what I mean? Really. It is, it, it, really. Well, there's two things, isn't there? It's like... Um, 
I think it's fair to say that Forge World charge a premium for their product. Fine. Yeah. And you can argue the rights and the wrongs of that or what side of the debate you're on. But what you can't argue is, if you're charging a premium product a price, I expect a premium product. And yeah. that means I don't want to see fucking print. But I think that's the reason why that argument start, is starting to come about is because people are now saying, well, hang about, like... Like, okay, so, uh, for example, like, the cost of those... Or, no, we'll talk about that in a minute because it's one of the releases we're talking about, but it's the... Hang on, you're, you're charging so much for something, we don't feel like we're getting what what it... Yeah. You know, before, in the past, it was always like, oh, yeah, you buy Forge because it's better quality stuff. Now it's like, you're not really better quality, yeah. but there's better quality out there that, for less price. Like, Ollie, Ollie straight up has said... That his, his, he hasn't got a top of the line printer. He's got like a normal domestic printer. He just knows how to use it. So, like, if he's got a normal, affordable domestic printer, why is stuff he printing better quality than a company that should have like the big industrial fucking like super res printers? Yeah. And they're putting out shit that has visible and like, I think the, was it the Serastus Knights? Or maybe the, um, the Knight Majera? You, if you ran your fingernail across, because someone put a video of it on Facebook, of him running his fingernail across the top of the carapace, and you could fucking hear it clicking across print, print lines. Yeah, it, it's not on. It's not on. It, it, so, yeah, and it, it's a quality issue. It's like, fine, charge charge what you like. You know, you're a company, you set your price, charge what you like. But if you charge Louis Vuitton prices for models, I'm going to expect a fucking Louis Vuitton model. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like being charged for a Louis Vuitton, but you're actually getting a Lois Vuitton. Yeah. Lois Vuitton. <laughs> Lois. Getting a Burberry. Uh, <laughs> oh, we had the Mini Knights, the Armages. That's Fucking, what, they are tiny! This is what I was going to mention. So small, so expensive. And that's Extra my point. Small. This is exactly my point. This is what I was about to say before we were, you know, we've had the Armages released. Bit of a, I think it was one of those things that we kind of like, I was never really sure they were going to go that small on that. I honestly thought they would do them as like a six pack plastic and you and you'd end up having to pay like squad price for them mm-hmm. and i was like that'll be a bit much but i'll you know i'll do it and then they were like hey they're resin and they're a three to a clam pack but they're like how much are they like 40 quid or something yeah something like 35 40 quid and it's like they are you know these are you get to the point like we know that a knight and standard Christoris, you know class knight is a space size of a standard, you know, first yeah, like a primary, space marine. Yeah, yeah. Not even that. It's like a firstborn scale space marine. You know, in our heads, we already have an idea of like what scale to value, and then, you know, especially for those of us that've been playing the hobby for a long time. When you release something that small, yeah, okay, it might be resin, <coughs> but then it's like, I'm sorry, but and it, it's what makes it worse is that it's not even like they've got variant, like. Versions that all like the same chassis. Yeah. Well, no. There's the Moriax. No, in terms of like in that clamshell of three, they're three of the same chassis. There's no like variation in the legs or anything like oh, that. Oh no, yeah, they all, yeah. they're all posed exactly. Yeah. The can, same. can I just say I didn't know anything about the Moriax until I was reading my Mechanicum book the other day. And I was oh, like, they're spicy. Oh, oh baby, yeah. Yeah. Moriax are really. Nice. I might have ordered some armakers. Yeah, they're real. <laughs> yeah, cool. Going my Mechanicum. When, uh, in my when I did a night, you mean twenty eight mil version. Yeah. yeah, when I did a um, a night list to like supporting um, what they called half cesarean, yeah, I, I was like, uh, maybe I'll go some uh, Armagers, and I saw the morning went, 
I'm having Morax yeah. instead. Morax, cool. Luke's got some. I should tell you everything you need to know. Okay. <laughs> Fuck you, Luke, you whack bitch. <laughs> yeah. We got your number, motherfucker. You're going right to the top of the Horus Looper Cow Spice <laughs> The game. Spice list. So yeah, the, it, the, we had the Armages, and everyone rejoiced and then was salty. I just don't see a purpose for them. Well, I mean, they're just so, so cute. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it in terms of completeness. And I, I do... Intellectually, I quite like the idea of people running like households in Adeptus Tide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I to do it, yeah. The two issues I have with it one is it's Adeptus Titanic's through the name, so making Knights the Stars kind of. But they are Knight Titans. Yeah, fair. The bit that I have a real problem with is they basically ignore half of the rules. It's like, oh yeah, so Titans do this, this, and this, and Knights don't bother with that bit. And da da da, and knights don't bother with that bit. And da da, and knights don't bother with that bit. Um, and I think we've probably talked about it before. It's like Warhammer Fantasy Battle Undead. Like, yeah. You see, the reason you play this is because you take this half of the rule book and you chuck it Throw in the bin. Window, yeah. But, yeah. That's why uh, I played them. And I think that's the as much as like I say completeness of the knights. They are knights, and you know they fit, might fit well in a knight, you know, knight household list. But realistically, what are they bringing to a night household see, I, in a Titanicus game? I can see them slightly, like, for example, like going off what we talked about, Mortis being an advert for Warmaster. Warmaster. That's the first time I've read anything about Armagers supporting a lone knight. Yeah. Now, I, I think that would work pretty well in AT. Yeah, in it's Mortis, like, that Armager's got a higher kill count than some of the fucking Titans. That is legit. They, <laughs> she did kill a fair few mooks. But, like, I've got Lex no points left. I can't afford a pair of Serastus or whatever, but mm. I can afford a single knight and three armages as its own little formation. We don't know anything about the actual rules, though, do no. we? No. So we don't know how much they're actually going to cost. So um, I assume they came with cards and people have them. So uh, Maybe, yeah. Who knows? knows? I assume yeah. so. Who knows? They'll be in the next book whenever that comes out. Yeah. Then we had the World Eaters Destroyers, which came in their exemplary battles. The Red yes. Hounds. They're fucking so good. Never actually read the rules. I just I I, I did that thing of so the, hey everyone, this is all come out right back to work. They're, <laughs> they're, um, they're standard destroyers. They can't take Toxiferin flamers. Oh, sad face! But instead of Toxiferins, they can take um, Kadra weapons. Kaderi so, is it Kaderi? Kaderi Kaderi weapons. So like uh, the the flax blades and the fucking meteor hammer and shit. They're basically a close combat destroyer squad, which they're, is they're ravaging destroyers. Killing. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, that is quite cool. Because it's like not only so can they can I... take rad grenades. As yeah, well, rad so grenades, phosphates. Yeah, that's gonna that, see that's where yeah that's gonna make them interesting. Because uh, interesting enough, a lot of world eater players don't take uh, rampager squads because the weapons are actually worse than just a power weapon. So the excoriator great axe I think is like unwieldy. And the, the Meteor Hammer is AP 6 or something like that, although you get some like plus 2 on the initiative, which is I think is quite good. Falk's Blades are rending, um, but I think you lose the extra attack because they're a single weapon set. The, do you know, you know, it's kind of like, yeah, ooh, yeah, you know, the early Legion stuff, it's like, oh, balanced. Yeah, yeah. And the rest of it, wait. Um, but add in, I can take rag grenades and I've got counter attack. And then, and then, all of a sudden, they're much, much better. Much yeah. better. I really think they're good. Is that a unit that's been mentioned in the floor then? They I, are. I, I don't know, really know anything about all so the is. The so. opening um, battle in Betrayer on, uh, is it Arma Terrera? Yeah. They're in that. 
Right, okay. One of Khan's command squad is a Red Hand Destroyer. That's what it would be, because yeah. that seems to be the way they're going with these exemplary... So far, they've generally covered, like, um, alternative command units, haven't they? Yeah. As what they've released. They should totally be able to take a Spartan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that motherfucker. Oh, spicy. Oh. Why can't my Huskars take a Titan? I spent all of a two seconds. A uh, uh, Spartan, sorry. <laughs> they can't take a Spartan. They just I can't have their own Spartan. All of two seconds finding the perfect violin gif. <laughs> I loved it. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I could, I'm, I'm pretty sure he wasn't being serious. I but, don't know. I don't write. If he listens, fuck you, buddy. You're, you are annoying as fuck. Because every day, or every other day, he'll post something that's like, I want to start a discussion. And it's like, fuck off. You are not the Horace Heriotty version of Good Morning. Like, no one cares about what your topic of the day is. Like, no no one cares that you saw some Who's guy... For Horace Heriotty? Basically, it's like fucking inane topic of the day oh, for people to discuss. Um, but yeah, fuck you. Um, <laughs> I was surprised it wasn't Triari, but I yes, wasn't. Yeah, I thought it would be as well. I wasn't upset, if you know what I mean. Like, I think the Triari would have been cool, but I think the Red Hand Destroyers are equally as cool. Um, I think they offer something slightly. Because if it had been the Triari, then it's just going to be a command squad with breaching shields. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Whereas the destroyers, I mean, they've prom- they've been promised as destroyers. I've seen people talking about how they've bought new destroyers and they're bigger than their older ones. Really? I don't you mean know, the model. The yeah, models. I don't know if that's true, or I don't. I don't know if it's just some dude on the internet who needs to go to fucking Specsavers or whatever. But apparently, the destroyers are ever so slightly bigger than their previous models. I mean, the the original destroyers were released when skinny marines were a thing. Yeah, yeah, they're based so, on the Mark IV yeah. uh, assault marines, weren't they? So, um, And it fits in with the whole kind of, like, all the legions will get something spicy in the area of destroyers. So, like, that that's cool. Um, it does really open the field up, though, because, like, they're only mentioned off-handed once mm. in Betrayer, maybe twice in Betrayer. So, like, there's loads... Of, and obviously, we had to have the Actorentar, otherwise the, the salt in the Night Lords group would have risen to fucking deadly levels, yeah. It's a similar... I, I think there's a there's a threshold of salt where the Forge World design team have to do something to stop the player base dying. And I honestly think it's this, it's it's just below the level of salt that the Why Don't My Snowbian Terminators Have a Spartan reached? Because <laughs> it's like... that. that I think I, I still put it to you that that was the ultimate troll when... Uh, Forge World released a, a, an amendment so they could, and then immediately the Spartans were yeah, out of stock. stock. Yeah, it's <laughs> like yes, please tell me somebody did that on purpose. I've got to say, I know we've talked about this as exemplary battles thing, and uh, I love it. I think it's great a way of doing stuff. Oh, do, it's yeah. fantastic. You know, it, you, you don't need to be releasing books and this and that all the time. This is the kind of content that just keeps things ticking over. Something a bit different. Okay, we're not talking about the next Alpha Strike unit or anything like that. It's just a, something that's a bit of character, something a bit alternative for each of the Legion players. Great. But I've just had the realisation, and this also feels like 
potentially like the equivalent of like the store gathering gathering storm books. I saw that. And the um and the it was end times yeah. series for So I'm I'm gonna regurgitate uh, an argument that Tom from Merchant Princelings made. So when um Storm of Chaos and the End Times happened, they were like, here's Archaon and a model. Like it's a expensive as fuck model. Here's Gilliman and his model expensive model and the rules were there to drive the purchases of the models because they knew that in six months time they're going to change the edition <clears throat> but you're still going to own that model you've still spent your money to buy the gathering storm book and the gilliman model or whatever this is different because i'm not purchasing the rule set and i'm also not purchasing brand new models no they're su- they so, make suggestions of what you can use yeah, aren't if, they? if for example it was like here's the huskal rules and here is a 90 pound huskal unit yeah. Here is the Atramentar and a £90 Atramentar unit. Here is X, Y, and Z. I'd be more sus then. I'm not being suspicious. I'm just. I just get the feeling that this is. Like. For the level of investment that Harris's had. You know. 40k and, a- and Warhammer, they were big games. They were big games. It, it, it warranted that kind of level of investment for a wrap-up towards the new edition. Heresy's not a small game, though. I'm not saying it's a small game, but this feels like the the kind of investment that I imagine Games Ocean would put in now, at this point, before a potential new edition that is going to become maybe more mainstream. The you know thing what I mean? Is, it's, well, it's like, a okay, you guys have been loyal to the Heresy, you've kept it going. This is our way of kind of saying, here's some free stuff for you, It's it's good content... It's, we're not we're not asking you to buy ninety pound models. No. We're giving you something new without forcing you to buy stuff. Before we go, here's a new edition that you're gonna have to be I think, probably buying new stuff for. I think it started with Fathley Redloss and the other guy when they released the rules for those. That was the first time they were like, here's something from the book from the law that don't have models, whatever, just because. It kind of feels like uh, not not in a bad way but it feels like there's maybe one or two people working on these as entry battle things yeah. it doesn't feel like it's a whole design team behind it as I said I don't think it's the kind of bait and switch where it's like here's a bunch of new stuff by the way now you can't use them in the new edition oh I'm not thinking or, that either like no. here, here's a way for you to buy a bunch of stuff and suddenly like here's a new edition where because obviously there was that there was that fucking that troll post that that guy made by editing out the initiative oh. value Oh yeah, and that went around the internet, and everyone got their fucking knickers in a twist. And it's like there was absolutely nothing on that um, stat block that was different apart from the initial yeah. the points were the same. Yeah, the the wording breakdown was the like, same. Yeah, it was it's just, just a, some guy trolling. Yeah, and he came to lie that he was. Yeah, now, I think my point was is that at the time you think about like the way that forty k was done, like releasing books like that in that order and making a story of it. It worked for forty k, you know. People were going to buy that. The way that Harris has been released, as it were, isn't like forty k and fantasy and all the others. It's been done in a different way in terms of book releases and that. Unless they're going to release like four or five books all out of the blue that do the same sort of thing. Well, they're not doing that because they don't need to because they've got the Siege of Terror happening as a novel series that's wrapping up the story in terms of that side of law side of things. So this is like an alternative way of doing it without having to go, here's four books that are effectively the end of this edition. Because realistically, there isn't an end of this edition. 
it's because the the law is fixed. It's yeah, is, I, that's what you mean. It, whereas forty k, it was like a, a wrap up before a major event in the story. Mm. Like it shifted. You know, we've been saying for years, oh, they need to move on the story. They need to, and that required that kind of investment to do that. To go, this is the end of the forty k as you know it. There's going to be a something massive happens at the end of it. And then, but, they did it wrong. then and then eighth edition happens. <laughs> And then, but the same thing with with fantasy. That was a major change for the, how they were doing things. It was we are wrapping up what you've known to come before. This is warrants proper investment in terms of books, some miniatures, some rules, because it felt like a this is a send off for all those people that have been do, involved in this from the start. Because we're basically we're, we're basically this is the line in the sand from this point onwards is something completely different. But that's why it Whereas doesn't feel we, like this. And that's what I'm trying to say, is that this is not going to be the same because it's not a line in the sand, forget what's come before, we're going to be completely different before. It's more of a, you've not had anything for a while, we've not produced much content yeah. because the content, the way the content's been released before has been big black books, you know, the red books and stuff like that, completely different to the way all the other games are done. But what we're going to do, because we're going to have a new edition, but we feel like we need to wrap it up somehow in terms of giving you something that isn't going to be the next black book, here are you getting your exemplary battles books. I, I honestly think that by giving us the exemplary <laughs> battle stuff, by... Because, right, if they drop a new edition and the stack block changes, and like it's more like 8th or whatever, or AOS... Oh, this stuff would have been wasted. If it's wank, then this is pointless. Yeah. And all it's done is it's hyped up the community and it's pissed you off. So, like, I think some parts of Forge World have to be aware of how the community feels. Otherwise, they wouldn't be doing these exemplary things. It, that's kind of my point. So, if, what, they, if they're aware of how the community feels and they are like, there is a new edition coming, the fact that these rules are coming out and the fact that we're getting them every, like, month or whatever and the stat blocks are the same... And like we're seeing certain trends are starting to emerge, like Terminator Sergeant has got two wounds, certain like pieces of war gear are priced the same that they haven't been priced as set like previously. That to me feels like it's showing almost off how like they're a, tightening things up. Almost like a little drip feed of this is what you're gonna get. Yeah. But I think they're aware enough of what the community will do if they're like, here's the new edition, everything's changed. They can't they can't be so blinkered that they think they can give us these units in this like with this stat block as they are, and then if there are big major changes coming, expect that not to go down poorly. So I think because we're seeing the things what we're seeing now, if there is a new edition or a tightening up of the rules, I don't think it's going to be as radical as a lot of people think it's going to be. Oh no, that's the point I was trying to make. Is yeah. that the reason why we're getting these now is because there isn't going to be such a major change. It's not a boom, right, forget everything you got before, it's going to be completely different. So, you know, you've got your, your, your special stuff now, off you go. Yeah. It is, this is us kind of, their way of kind of like, this is us kind of like, it's almost like they're, I don't want to say beta testing, but more like, this is kind of the way it's going to go. It's like teasing. Yeah, it, it, we, we can't go whole hog, but this is our way of kind of going, well, we don't need to spend a lot of investment in, in terms of, releasing a book to see how you get on with it it's like here's some stuff that's been missing we, we're tightening some bits up here and there but generally the feel of it's going to be the same 
there might be some changes in a new edition, but this feels like the precursor to a new yeah. edition, but isn't a wholesale change like 40k and fantasy were. I, I honestly still can't understand why they just don't do a roadmap. Because, like, the, it makes it so much easier. The Necromunda roadmap does nothing but generate hype. Yeah. Like, the, for example, the fucking Outcast book that sat on my coffee table right now. That was, at the beginning of the year, that was just a question mark on the release schedule. But we knew there was something coming quarter four that yeah. was... We knew there was something new. Yeah, something new. And it's like, every time they release the Necromunda roadmap, it's like, there's something for Orlok, something for Vansar, there's something for... And mystery And, it, and it's like, cool, well, I know next month I'm going to see some fucking sick Vansar models. And then they don't fucking fail. Like, I don't think there's a single dud model, apart from that weird fucking Escher cat thing that they released most yeah. recently. I think that's the only bad model in the Necromunda range. But... Because of the way the heresy community is, because we spent so long out in the fucking wilderness with no one telling us what was going to happen, and it, you know that led to the rise of of third party stuff like well, the, the Mournful like guys. When, it's like when the weekenders stopped. Yeah, like, that was the way of us getting information for the future of heresy, regardless of whether it actually happened or not. I honestly think that's, that's what... because they can't fucking have Tony Cottrell around people anymore. <laughs> like it's entirely possible. But you know what I mean, like the the third parties, like Mornival, King Fluff, Oz Thirty K, they stepped up and they were like, right, Games Workshop's not going to give us shit. Here's cool stuff to play with, and then Forge were like, well, we are, we're just being slow, because of whatever reason, mm. and it's like, the the, I don't know, it if it irks me a little bit the fact that they're they kind of don't, it feels like they don't have a roadmap themselves. Maybe because, they don't. But they, they must have, because production runs so far in advance. And it's like, you don't have to tell me there's a plastic set coming, or a new edition coming, or whatever. Yeah. Like, the road to Thramas was probably a period of time that the game felt the most supported I've mm. ever felt it. Because every month we got... Even the month that we got the shitty colour plate like it was something. announcement, it was still something leading up to the Thramas Crusade book. And that's why I'm enjoying the exemplary battles because yeah. they pop up and it's like, oh, cool. There's some there's some law. It's there's something a new we look forward to. Yeah, yeah. We know there's something regular, even if it's not a model every month or a new unit, like in terms of a new release, you know, a physical release. It's something. Even like I've no interest in world eaters. No real interest in imperial fists. God damn you! They've already, <laughs> they've already released the Iron Warriors one, but it's good but for every the game. time. I'm always excited yeah. to see that being released. And all they would have to do is be like, quarter one, there's a thing. Or quarter one, there's something you already know about. It's a release for, like, this Legion. Like, we already know, like, on 40k, that we're going to be getting, uh, in January, we're going to be getting Custodes, Great, Gene's uh, uh, Dealer Courts, we're going to be getting Tau, they're doing... Eldari. They're doing previews for Eldar at the moment. We know all that, yeah. and that's what covers, what, the most of the next year? Yeah. Half a year? Whereas, like, okay, Jan quarter one, Khan. Cool. Well, we've seen Khan. We know he's coming. Quarter two, Mystery Box. Sick. That could be anything. Yeah. That could be sort of motherfucking Tarvits. It, could, it mean, could be a starter set or, or a, uh, um, what do they call them now? That used to be... Patrol uh, boxes or whatever. Patrol boxes or I mean, equivalent. All I have to say is, like, a Mystery Box. And it could be anything from Soul Tarvits to Malagurst to a brand new plastic box. Quarter three, a book. 
Is it going to be a black book? Is it going to be the next Siege of Terror book? Is it is going to be a, new a campaign of supplement? The rules book. What's it? Like? Yeah. And it will generate people talking about it, but it's like I think it, the, cr- it creates confidence in the game. Yeah, but that's the main thing. We the main problem we have at the minute is when people are like, "Oh, the game's dead. It's fucked. That's not being supported anymore." And they're like, "But hang on, we had a preview like two weeks ago. Oh, yeah, but that's fucking. It's calm. There's been, there's not been a release for the Salamanders since." And it's like, yeah, the Salamanders haven't had a lot of love. They're also a fucking legion of three dudes. Like, they didn't have. And this is this is going back to a conversation I had about why I originally didn't do Dark Angels when it first the game came out. We we sat there in that um, at that first weekend that we went to, and it was at that mm-hmm. time that ADB grabbed the microphone and went, "If you want to put your Eldar in front of my fucking Fury of the Legion tactical squad, then have at." Uh, that's when I decided. Well, oh well, Dark Angels aren't going to get much love in this game because they weren't really in the Heresy that much from what we knew of the, the Heresy time, at the time. Yeah, yeah. And quite frankly, it panned out. They were the last book. Mm-hmm. They, they generally, in the law haven't had much screen time, as it were, because they didn't in the Heresy. It's just the way it was written. Yeah. That's why I went I moved away from the Dark Angels. And I just knew that. So if I was going to be, you know, based on what I now know of the Salamanders in the Heresy, would I choose Her- Salamanders now? Probably still no, because well, you- it, back, back then... <laughs> I was about to make a joke that's an in-joke for our group, and I didn't. No, uh, no. Um, it would be more to, you know, it would have been, even back at the beginning, it would have been, I don't really remember the Salamanders being involved much in the heresy, so for the same reason. It wasn't until, um, is it Doomfire? Uh, yeah. Yeah, the book where they basically yeet Vulcan into a volcano. Yeah. That was like, oh, I'm going to do Salamanders. And like... I went into that knowing that I don't have a Praetor model. I don't have a, yeah. you know, I have fire drakes. No, I always don't have a Praetor model. No, this is it. And there's, I don't know, I think it's the like, fucking outer circle have done a video about how certain legions have got like nine character models and other legions don't. And it's like, so? So what? Certain factions in, in 40k are using models that are, can legally drink. The Corn Berserker <laughs> is like 25 years old. Well, the entire Eldar range is yeah. about twenty. Is as old as Jack, and it's like one it, year younger than Ollie. It officially. just feels like a point that they can't complain about not having a black book. They can't complain about not having a Primarch. They can't complain that the game isn't being supported in a way. So now they're just going to find something to nitpick at, and it's like, I get it. I'm a Salamander player. I would fucking love the Draxgard or Nomus Raitan or any of the fucking characters. As a model. However, I'm fully aware that like Sigismund and Garrow, um, like Argyll fucking Tal, all play a bigger role in the heresy than the Salamanders on Nocturne crying because Dad's dead. Yeah. It's just the way it is. Like it's the same as like, yeah, okay, the Iron Hands don't have any character models. They don't have a fucking Legion left. They have Ortec more and they had um, Medusan. I mean, that was it. Got Cassian Draco. He's just he rides around in a tank all the time. That is true. Yeah, he yeah. is. He is a Sakaran. I just, I don't know. I just think sometimes they need to. Some perspective needs to be had that just because your legion hasn't had a toy recently doesn't mean that oh, they're being ignored. I mean, okay, yeah. Using my own legion as an example, I went to that one not because it got the like, the most models available for their stuff. I actually went. They've got the most opportunity for me to make conversions that I'd like to do. Yeah. So. I mean, the only yeah, thing I wish they'd do for Iron Warriors is re-release um, Narek Drago. 
because yeah. he, he was a yeah. event only model I think yeah, yeah that would be cool um, but I mean I'd love to see I mean as much as I'd love to see them I do a Prey Tour will it be a model I'd use for my own Prey Tour maybe not well I mean Word Bear is a prime example of that I, I love the power arm and do the Terminator one can get in the bin hate it yeah it's not great handbag t- giant ball sack mace and his handbag bolter I'm yeah, more likely to use the uh, the current um, Sons of Horus one yeah it's so good yeah. it? but it's like the Ultramarines Ultramarines power armor Praetor bin not interested Terminator one fucking mint mm-hmm. uh, I think the only one that's I don't think they've done a release a duo release where both of them have been a solid hit yet no, I quite been... like both the Imperial Fist ones, but they're about the four times the size of everybody else. Yeah. Well, the Power Armoured one is about right, mm. but if if the if the Imperial Fist one had been in the correct scale, that would be a yeah. Win. That I, I was as soon as I saw that, I was like, I can use that. But then when I saw the scale difference, I'm like, I can't use that it's now. Huge. And unfortunately, the Power Armour one got ruined by the meme, so that one's out for me. Mm-hmm. No, I love uh, it. But yeah, I mean, like, I have the same opinion with you on the others. Uh, I, the Sons of Horus Power Armor guy, he's alright. If anything, he seems a bit too I, basic for I a prefer him without the helmet. I think it's got the the true Son of Horus real smug face. It's mm. the perfect. I think I think his his um his pose is real wide and open, which is why he looks like he's not very fancy. Yeah. So, going on to new releases, or back to new releases. <laughs> We've um, gone on a right tangent there, sorry. But we have got two new characters we coming. Have, we the have. Part of the Black Library event thing. That would, I've got to say, that was my biggest surprise. I only what I, I thought I jumped oh, on the chat popped multiple bonus. Well, no, no, it wasn't that. It was more the fact that I, I hadn't planned on watching the Black Library wrong because in my head I went, eh, there might be some cool books, might, obviously, might be the, the talk of the next Siege of Terror book, but. Uh, I'll put it on nothing better to do this afternoon first thing new heresy models yeah so we've got Fafnir Ran and Ran Dominion Zephon yeah baby who right spoilers for Saturnine but (laughs) Dominion Zephon dies in the most bullshit way yeah and it's just like Dan Abner I know that you ascribe to the very true fact that people randomly die in war, that they don't always die as heroes. But he got fucking hit with an artillery barrage on the wall, and then was that was it. And it's like, he was a literal dick-kicking pimp all the way through Master of Mankind, made sure Ark and Land didn't lick the webway or do anything stupid, and then he just gets randomly murked by a Medusa shell. Pissed me right off. But that's why he was such a good writer, because he makes it real. I hate him. Saturnine made me so mad. I mean, quite frankly, there's another uh, character in that book that dies in such a stupid way. What, in Saturnine? Is it Saturnine that she dies? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, Yeah, yeah. Jessica Kroll. What was that? That is a more ridiculous way of dying in in a story. No, but that, right, that to me is she's like, I can't kill Khan, but I'm going to try. And Khan's too far gone to even perceive that she's there. That, yeah, it's not the best way to die, but it it at least has impact that she was like, I'm going to try and kill Khan. going to give it my best shot. Like, I've killed a bunch of other world eaters. Leroy. And it's like, I could do with... Cam his death was 
it sucked because he, him and Fafnir Rana are my favourite two Imperial Fists. Cambodias literally being the fucking last wall on his own and face tanking all them world eaters. Perfect. He went out the way an Imperial Fist should go out. So good. And then when I thought the Taxier was dead and I was like, well, that's a fucking waste of a brilliant White Scars character who just randomly died in a speeder crash. And like this, fuck you, Abnett. That book made me feel feelings. And then I was stooping and read two more of your books that also made me feel feelings. God damn it, man. Never, you never do three Abnett books on the bounce, It's man. what he does, man. He makes it real. So, Ron. Yeah, love it. Uh, such a good model. Love it. So good. You don't like it, do you? I like the Ryan model. Unfortunately, much like the Imperial Fist Power Armor guy, the memes are starting to kill it. What memes? The, the head, the face. I don't know. Right. This is what annoys me about fucking neck beards. <laughs> the guy's got a beard. So it's, it's a mustache. Like, oh, we're gonna make we're it's... gonna make memes about him brewing his own homebrew. Fuck off! No, it's the uh, it's the other one. You know the the Chad thing, is it? Or in, oh, it's usually the yeah. not the crying faces, and then the we're okay, bro. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it's that it's that one that's doing it for me because so, it's all I see is that now. You know all the memes of Dawn with a beard. Yeah, that they made. He yeah. looks like Dawn with a beard. Yeah, that, that was also the thing. It feels like they've taken. It's almost like Games Workshop gone. <laughs> we're gonna make a mini version of Dawn. Time joke. I think his axes are a little bit big. But other than that, I think he's really good. Yeah, it, it, it's a cool model. I mean, there's a lot of people that are going, oh, a bit of a missed opportunity with Plastic Shield there. Yeah, I, I replied to that dude, and it's like, I could, I see where you're coming from. I see where you're coming from. But this is a black library model, not a main game line model. So when these models were made, they were made to look cool, not to be, like, mass-produced fucking... Yeah. Like, this is the new Space Marine captain that 8 million people are going to model differently. Like, this is... Fafnir Ran, it looks like a piece of artwork from, I think, in Saturn. As far as we're it's only event only, isn't it? So you can only order it during the uh, the celebration, yeah, can't yeah. you? Uh, over the, I think it's the celebration week that you can order it. Yeah. Um, and I'm not sure if it's a two-pack with Dominion Zephon. Not okay. on. I think it would be a separate one. The thing I noticed about Dominion Zephon is, A, the fucking dope jump pack. Which I've said is... It looks like a precursor to either the... Looks like a Night Raptor one. Yeah, the yeah. Night Raptor one, or, or like a non-Chaos version of the Night Raptor yeah. one. Um, his armour's the wrong mark. And six. His hair's the wrong colour. His mark six? No, he didn't wear mark six in Master of Mankind. Oh, right, as in, when you say the wrong mark, as in the wrong mark yeah, from he, the, the law. He wore mark three, and he had blonde hair. Mark three with a jump pack? He didn't have a jump pack. Oh, really? No, so no. he's completely wrong then? In Master of Mankind, he didn't have a jump pack. And then what? That seems like an odd character choice, then. He was a Moritat, which I think whoever designed the model was like, oh, Moritats have jump packs. But yeah, the armour's wrong. He has the wrong colour there. It makes you wonder if that is a... like an alternative model that they've just renamed as him. Maybe. Like, was that meant to be something else? Well, I don't know, but he's got bionic hand and a bionic leg. Yeah. yeah. The rest kind of oh, wait, yeah. It might just be that they were like... Mark III armor doesn't come with jump packs. Yeah. <laughs> so let's. It I mean, to be fair, that, that, that it's not it's not unheard of that Black Live writers kind of like do things that aren't. If it's a think. fucking bait and switch, and he's not dead, and he like Frankenstein's his way back into the setting in the next book. I mean, I mean the White Scar dude. San, San Taxi, Qu- yeah. Sanguinius actually does the fucking autopsy. He does, but I'm just saying, Arkan Lan is his bro. He has yeah. a. 
he has resurrected what he thinks is a monkey. Termin- Terminator. Uh, sorry, Dreadnought. Zephon. That's on the cards. Or, you know, it's like, hey, let's just slide fucking Maybe that, into the Maybe uh, the, the, is it the Iliastus Dreadnought? I can't remember what the name of it is now, the jump pack dude. Oh, maybe that's Zephon. Oh, maybe that's been um, Zephon all along. Is he in Warhawk? Am I being trolled real hard right now? No. Not that I remember. Okay, cool. It's just there was a moment then when I said if he Frankenstein's his way back into the setting and you both looked at each other like I what, was you mean, about to... Like we used to do when, when we talk about Mortis. You go, oh, and when you talked about Potorabo in Mortis... Man, that pissed me off! <laughs> yes, at last! Winner, winner, chicken dinner! We've been waiting so long so for like, that, have we? <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't piss me off that he left. That made a lot of sense. I'm out! Fuck this shit. What pissed me off is that I was like, oh yeah, fucking Purty is, is stubborn enough to stick about and see it to the end. And we ain't. And then it was like, <laughs> you want me to do what? That's stupid as fuck. And I was like, yeah, that is stupid. What are you going to do about it? Slap him. Slap. Oh, you just leave him. Oh. Yeah, it was the whole thing. It was the way it was. I was like, this is brilliant. He's like, I'm done with this shit. I'm off. I'm out. I'm done. I like that. I'm out. It was so good watching... Um, Spoiler, by the way. <laughs> watching Shiba Khan as he watched the Iron Blood dock. And he was like, oh, no, this is bad. And I'm just like, no, it's good. It's great. It's great because the whole Legion is fucking off. Like, they're going to go and build the Iron Cage. It's great. <laughs> yeah. I, to me, that was actually quite a good... I like that bit a lot because, I mean, we don't want to diverge too much, but it kind of... Like you say, it answered the question about what the Iron Warriors are doing throughout the entire siege. Like, you know, they obviously survived because of the Iron Cage. We know about that. We know Protoroba survived the Siege Terror. But what... But how? Oh, yeah. What, how... What, you know... At what point did he go? And then it was like, you know, it's quite clear he's not keen on like the demonology type stuff, yet this is becoming a big thing. And then it was it. It's like, nah, I'm done with this now. Clearly I'm not actually any use anymore because it's no longer down to me. Yeah, it was uh, the whole bit where Horace is like, yeah, uh, Mortis, this wall. And he was like, no, that's fucking stupid. Like, there's so many better targets. Like, Mercury Wall will fall immediately as soon as the first... No, no, it has to be... And I was like... Is it because you, like, the Saturnine Gambit failed and you're just punishing him because of the Saturnine Gambit? Or, like, am I, am, I, am, am I missing something? And then as I got closer and closer to the end of Mortis, I was like, no, you were just being a cunt. You were just like, no, like, you, you allowed Abaddon to do something stupid, so now I'm, I'm telling you off. And I was just like... That's such a Horace Lupercal thing to do. And then Purdy being like, no, I'm leaving, is also such a Perturabo thing yeah. to do. That's it. I'm taking, I'm taking my fucking like, yeah, that, I'm that, that showed his ego completely yeah. right it's there. Like, it reminded me of when he smashed the clockwork Warhound in Angel Exterminatus, yeah. when he was just like, it's my way or no way. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Horace finally pushed him past the point where he's going to... like carry on listening. What it, what it did is it didn't answer the question of would... You know who was better at the two because effectively Pedro Alvaro took himself out of that yeah. equation. But I think at that point, Perty had already won. Yeah, he'd like, done he, what he, he'd done it, he'd already done it, yeah. hadn't he? But I think now the question is if he'd stayed, what would have happened? If he'd stayed, if he'd stayed, bearing on, on what we currently know of what's going to happen. Well, I haven't finished Warhawk yet, so I don't know what happens at Lionsgate. Okay, but I don't know. 
We'll have to come back to that in the future. Don't stop, fuck you guys! It's, it's the meme from Breaking Bad. Going, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I tell you what I did. What I did like though was um, like Horace's new equity. Is it Argonus? Yeah. Yeah. He's going. This is a shit job. Yeah. Because he turns up and he's like, uh, "You've got to come with me." But Falcus Kyber's like, not Falcus Kyber. Sorry, um, Barb and Falk. It's just like, no. has he fuck? And he's like, mm, he has. Yeah. Then Perty's like, it's cool, I'm going. And he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm technically the war master, but, you know, please? As the Iron Circle are like, I will stomp the fuck out of you. <laughs> just binary screeching. <laughs> anyway, uh, sorry, we were talking about, what were we talking about? We were new talking releases. about um, new releases. Yeah, uh, so yeah. I think... I think they're both very cool characters to pick. Yep. I probably would have picked them if I was to right. I'm gonna... really pleased it was Fafniron. Yeah. Because as yeah. much as I, you know, not that bothered about Imperius generally, he has been very cool in the story. Zephon is an odd choice, but I think it's a good choice. I don't know what other Blood Angel character you do apart from Ascalion. I'll be honest with you. I just want an Arcan land a tech priest. Yeah, Arcan land. Yeah, that would be cool. But he's just a normal human. He's not outwardly augmented. Yeah. But yeah, it's yeah. just been fucking cool. That's the thing. Other than that's my land raider. <laughs> <laughs> that's my speed up. Other than um, Ralderon, who's got a model. Yeah. Like, cause this is what's kind of irking me a little bit about characters that we've had all the way through the heresy that have disappeared now. It's like, where's Amit and where's Azekalon? Because they were both really pivotal to the Blood Angels up until this point and I'm like I'm hoping at some point someone remembers that Amit's on Terra because he's tearing some flesh somewhere I'm yeah sure. he's he's absolutely like kicking dicks off in a trench somewhere but even if it's just a mention of Amit and there's been no mention so far of Ascalon um, either no and he's fucking the leader of the Sanguinary Guard I think I think one of my favourite I think me and Spin do this occasionally. We'll see somebody ask a question on Facebook. Go, oh, I'm really looking forward to this this character doing blah blah blah. <laughs> Spin sends me a meme, and it's almost like the Leonardo DiCaprio meme again. <laughs> <laughs> Some one bloke in the Word Bearers uh, Facebook group. I said, Zardu Layak, so cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was like when oh, I was like, oh, before I read Saturnine, before I read Saturnine, I was like, Zardu's going to bring Argyll back. And then I read Saturnine and was like, oh. I'm so glad Zardu's here. He's going to be an absolute badass. <laughs> He's like, no. He's just going mean, to juke himself. He was an absolute badass for about oh, yeah, five yeah, minutes. Yeah. And then he just became a hole in the wall. Yeah, yeah. they just warp nuked himself. <laughs> If you were to do two other characters, to any other characters, two from the siege, from the siege, from the siege, well, that we know that we should be there. No, no, they're there now. So I would personally don't I have think, models. You mean? I think a Kashiro model would be would be really cool. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that would yeah. be cool. Um, Arcan Land for me. Arcan Land, yeah, yeah. I would quite like a Euphrates Keeler model. I was thinking that as well. That'd be quite cool. I, mm. I, you won't like this. Okay. I don't like that you prefaced it. <laughs> no, the um, Perpetuals group. Why wouldn't I like that? Because it's got John Grammaticus in it. Yeah, but he's not a Perpetual anymore. He's just a mook. 
Yeah, but you know, you just don't you like the character. Um, I don't like right. The issue I had with him was how much of a Mary Sue he was, yeah. and now they've taken away his perpetualness. Yeah, he's not being a he's he's still a bell end because he's John Grammaticus, but he's a bell end that's aware that any moment he could die. And I think the thing that wound me up was he did really like action movie shit in a setting where it didn't make any sense. Mm. Like when he had the shuriken pistol fight on McCrag with the other perpetual. And I was just like, somewhere there is a really aggravated Marine who is, can hear and see this happening, but is too slow to stop it. <laughs> like, uh, the, the, I'd like that group. And when I say that group, I'm talking about uh, all the perpetuals that have been in that group. So you mean Erda and that lot of yeah, all, all those, but also the Marines that are with them as well. I right, so I, I read the part in Warhawk where he's like, Who the fuck are you? He's like, I'm Al, and he's like, Don't you fucking dare. <laughs> Do not say I'm Alfarius, I will slap the shit out of you. But no, it's got because you've got uh Lee Too, which Lee I know it technically already has a model. Uh because he's the Imperial I'm Space so Marine. I'm so triggered that Lee Too doesn't mean Legion Two. So triggered. Oh, yeah, because I told you the reason behind that, yeah. didn't I? Yeah. yeah. So what was it? It's the uh, it's it's the original Road Trader model, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's the first Space Marine model I think that Games Workshop did. It was called, I think it was Limited Edition 2. Um, but that is, I think, what the Imperial Space Marine is based on as well. Yeah. Uh, so technically he's already got a model, but I'd like a new like version that fits with the Heresy, kind of like as a group, like a group, like a, a group collection set, as it were. A bit like the... the a bit like Ghost. Ghost. Yeah, like, exactly yeah. like that, where it's... Yeah. We're talking about the legions here. There's always been about legions. The models have usually been about the legions. It'd be nice to have this kind of like small group of humans, like you say, the Katsuhiro. These characters that have been the human side of the story from the start mm. that would, you know, don't even need to have rules for the game or anything like that, but just a cool physical representation of these characters that have been key to most, a lot of the story. And there's part of this now. I've got a theory about these perpetuals at the moment. Here we go. Uh, I know a little bit something about one of them, so I, I'm wondering if you know it as well. Maybe not, because you know how crap my memory is. Right, Olianus. Yes. Makes it to the vengeful spirit with the emperor. Olianus is the patron saint of the imperial guard because he stands up to Horus before the emperor fights him. However. We've already seen Olianus. Olianus, he gets it, he's the one that calls on Genetia Kroll as he's dying because because Genetia Kroll keeps interceding and saving his life, and he thinks she's the saint sent from the emperor. Ol, Persanus. Yeah. yeah, his name is Olianus. Yes, yeah, yeah. but uh, but but there's been another Olianus that has. I don't think they're the same. Ah, uh, what? So you mean the one that faced off against Angron? Yeah, and if it is, he's a perpetual. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. yeah. The only thing I that can kill a perpetual to... is another perpetual. Right. Which is when, you know, the lady, can't remember her name. Serene Valentin. No, Valentin. the one that brought Malkador back in the Wrath of Magnus. Oh, oh fucking hell. This is where my theory yeah. is. I, I mean, I've said this, I, I mean, this shouldn't be giving anything away. Because you, you, you know where, I know you're up to part of Warhawk, aren't you? You don't know how far you are into Warhawk. Have you started Warhawk yet? Yes. Yeah, you started Warhawk. Someone has just shown up to have a conversation with someone else at a fireside. Well, that really narrows it down. But anyway... Um, we hate him. I'm not in Warhawk. Right, oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, I know exactly which bit you're talking about, but yeah. I think up to the end of uh, up to the end of uh, Mortis, Mortis, it's quite clear what you knew where they're going because of it continues in because uh, yeah. yeah. they've met uh, Alfaris at that point, haven't they? And they're going, we can get you and, and uh, the lady who is 100% yeah, so lady. Siren. At that point is when I had the theory. Yeah. This could be completely wrong. It's complete guess. It's all this sort of thing. But I've always had this theory that perpetuals are elements of the emperor, right? Like no, because Erda's older than he is. Older than him in terms of maybe physical age at the time when they met him, but maybe he imparted part of his. No, because she was she was born before him. Yeah, he might have been born before him, but when he met her, could have imparted part of his soul into her. And these are like walking embodiments. Are you saying perpetuals for Horcruxes from Harry Potter? Based on what we saw of Malkador, because I think, because Malkador must be perpetual, yeah? He was, yeah. Yeah, and he's feeding or he uses another perpetual to come back alive. Get another perpetual. I think that what they turned what I think might happen is that these perpetuals are heading towards the throne room, and it might be the perpetuals that take over or, or feed give Malkador the power that he needs to take over the golden throne. See, I have a for the emperor theory. to then go to the. I thought I, I, I thought perhaps when Dawn brings the emperor back, he's dead, and Erda does the thing that happened to Malkador. Potentially, yeah. But no. I, 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 I see where you're coming from, but like, I, I don't think so. It's more it's... to do with the memories that they have. So yeah. they, they all have these memories. Not he, um, obviously, Ollie all has a, a memory of him being at the Tower of Babel. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's almost like, like they're yeah. being drawn there, but they don't know why. And they I, all they and all I think find each th- other. And I think that thing with Malkador was quite key to that. But the th- Malkador hid from him for a long time. Hit from um, from the, the emperor. emperor, and Malkador was a perpetual before that because he started the sigilite. Oh world. yeah. So like, Erda's older than him, and I think the perpetuals it's... find each other because they are all perpetuals. Unless we find that the ones that have been following Ol are are they're, they're protecting those. I don't know because the cat's clearly a psyker of some type. Yeah. Maybe well, maybe it's the non-perpetuals that are the key then. Maybe I mean. As far as the old law goes, Alianus faced down Horus on the Vengeful Spirit yeah. before the fight, and he's still there. Unless some time fuckery happens, in which case he ends up fighting Angron. <laughs> which is what I'm wondering. Time, might, wavy, wavy, you know, wavy. That's not unheard of, considering how yeah. they're travelling through. He's got the Aftermay and stuff. Uh, still also, um, Grammaticus now has uh, the language, doesn't yeah. he? That was fucking sick. Yeah. The, way he, the way he fucking... He found that. That. He he said, oh like, no, I can understand everything! <laughs> Shit! He was like, <laughs> No, don't oh, let me! Oh no, Oli. Why can I suddenly understand it? And then Oliardus is like, Hey, uh, I'm going to try and kill the Emperor, be right back. I was like, Damn! <laughs> Damn! But, massive tangent into Dan Abnett's uh, Penitent series, Pariah series. If Valdor is after the Emperor's true name in Anuncia, and that whole... Because that's run through all the books. Yeah. It's Are you about to massively spoil a penitent? Yeah. I just said. I just... I'd warned everyone. Th- that you really did not. <laughs> I did. Before you continue, carry on now. They do I, know there's anyway, a big spoiler coming. So, 
it runs all the way through all of the series because Eisenhorn encounters it in the first trilogy. Then Ravnir deals with it. Yeah, and yeah. What do you think I write on the side of my word bearer tanks? Motherfuckers. Oh, no, oh, I can't yeah. get a headache. No one me all the time. <laughs> my eyes! But, I, I don't know, something about it, and and it's the first time in any of the... In Warhawk, sorry, it's the first time in any of the main books that aren't, like... Uh, that isn't, like... I don't even think it's in the Valdor novel, where he talks about killing something with his spear and gaining the knowledge of the creature that he killed. If Valdor kills Grammaticus learns about Annuncia and then goes off on a mad fucking crusade. That'll be wrapped up in a bow so perfect that I might have to never read again. So what what so what's that about the spear? Valdor so the Emperor made two spears, gave one to Rus and one to Valdor. Yeah. Valdor, anything that he kills with that spear, he will learn When did you learn about that? It's in Warhawk. Okay, I was just double checking that was all but I didn't know if you got to that. It's bit also yet. in one of the red books. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. I, I didn't know if you got to that bit. In Whereas, that was like Russ's spear, kind of does the opposite. Like Russ's, Russ will always know where to strike his opponent to kill it with that spear, which is why he didn't like it. Because it took it, they took the fate out of his own hands. Well, he didn't it? because it was so. Um, because it would always strike a killing blow. He didn't like the fact that the spear was doing it, and he wasn't. So like he didn't yeah, like took the skill it. out of his own yeah, hands, yeah. didn't it? And then that's why he, the only time he ever used it was when he wanted to kill Horace because he was like kind of need that leg up. I don't know. It's just there's far too much now revolving around Anuncia for the, 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 not to be something it, really important. It's this whole thing about these perpetuals of, in, in my opinion, have always kind of sat on the sidelines of the story. You know what I mean? Like they have and they haven't because they've always now, been super key. But now they're really starting yeah. to become quite... So it's going to be one of those things where it's like, we're not going to know what's going to happen with these guys till the very last book, yeah. I don't think. And it's going to be a whole, holy fucking shit, all this time that the, you know that we've been seeing these in all the different books and all the different stories. They're the ones that have been tying a lot of things together. Yeah. But not in a, this book is about these guys sort of situation. There's never been a book specifically mm-hmm. about them. Well, Moloch came close. Yeah, true, but it was still not... Yeah. They weren't the focus of the story. I like your theory, though, about all the perpetuals going and helping Malkador on the throne. I, I, because we know... on this I say all. There's only three of them left. But that might be all Malkador needs to hold the throne, take the power of the throne, long enough for the Emperor to be able well, to go up to the Vengeful Spirit. Well, there's Erda and Olianus because Acta's not a true perpetual. No. Is she who I think she is? She's three about. Yeah, she is. I thought, yeah. Because I was like, it has to be, right? Yeah. <laughs> has to be. That's why they go... Because I, I think she's really interesting because it's it's the... This is the woman, the... the... Blind lady. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it's, it's the... Because it, it, traditionally what you've got is chaos is the big bad. Don't go anywhere near it. Chaos is fucking amazing, but we're like meth heads on chaos. Yeah. Serene Val- Valantian represents, I think, actually what is Lorgar's true vision, which is humans mastery over the yeah. warp and she's like no 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 there's a there's a halfway house we can use the warp and we can be in charge of it because the the warp is mindless and thoughtless and it's for us to shape control well that, it's created obviously yeah, isn't yeah. it if you ever played the old rune quest they had a really similar concept of chaos in that all right so um you'd have the the gods of order like don't fuck about chaos don't touch it 
And then you have the Chaos Gods, which were all literally batshit in insane. <laughs> and then you've got the, the, the people that are like the Illuminated, and it's like you have to go through the madness to get to the side of it. Yeah. And then you reach this point and go, hang on a minute, this is this is just like anything. You can control it. Mm -hmm. And if you if you master it, control it, you can make it. It's knowledge, slave, isn't it? You make it work learning your knowledge of how to yeah, control yeah. it. Uh, and that's never really been touched anywhere in the kind of like the 40k... Well, not in the mainstream stuff that I could think no, of. No, not in 40k. No. Right, because Chaos has always been bad but, guys, hasn't it? Yeah, but I think that's... that's but that, if that's anything, that is actually... It has been touched on. It's the effectively your um, Eisenhorn. No, because Eisenhorn was more about turning Chaos on itself. He never thought he could control it. Yeah. Just like, uh, I'm thinking more along the lines of like having demon hosts and stuff like that. Yeah, still. It is. So, like... The the whole Eisenhorn demon host thing comes out of a desperation and b his need for power. Something. Also, oh, I didn't mean specifically Eisenhorn. I meant more oh, the, mean, like, the, the Inquisition, oh, okay. like uh, the the inquisitors, inquisitors in forty k that believe that chaos can be used as a weapon and therefore controlled. Yeah, well, yeah, well, but, I mean, but obviously yeah, they don't have the power or yeah. knowledge yeah. to be able to do the, so. The they Inquisition, just think they do. the Inquisition is mad. Like there's, oh, yeah. there's a faction within the Inquisition that are like, oh, we need another Horus because the Imperium only gets stronger after huge war, and it's like, did you see the ten thousand years between then and now? <laughs> like, don't think so, buddy. Yeah. Um, should we do some? Ask us anything. Ask us anything. Merry Christmas. We've got some quite good ones actually. Let's do it. We've got quite a few from Nick, which are weird. Fine. And Keith, in fact. We can do some weird ones. I as long as we've moved away from the anal phase of their psychosexual development. They have, weirdly. Yeah, excellent. So, it's growth. John, friend of the friend of the pod John Adamson. Okay. So given the new Games Workshop action figure range from Bandai and McFarlane, which are quite cool actually. Alright, yeah. The, I'm thinking about getting the Chaos one. The champion. I didn't know not did not know there was a yeah, chaos. The dreadnought thing is ridiculously large. The baby so. carrier's huge. Um So yeah. Bandai McFarlane, seemingly every other month, and Hasbro did a Transformer crossover with Jurassic Park. I don't know when that happened. Back to the Future and Ghostbusters, apparently. Crazy talk. Do we think there'll be a Gaze Workshop slash Transformers crossover in a few years? Feels like a genuine possibility. What would you like to see if and when it does come to pass? I want to see Manius Calgar punch the fuck out of uh, Megatron. Ooh, double fist to the face. Because Manius Calgar's definitely... Not, he's never going to lose. No. So he's definitely going to be like... He's going to punch the circuits out of that dude. He, he's thing. only 2% Space Marine. He's 98% Honestly, in that armor. fight, what I want to see is Manius Calgar going facing off against Megatron with his fists of power and going, I'm going to kill the shit out of you. And Megatron going... <laughs> with a yeah. cannon to his face and wiping him out. Honestly, it's about time that... Manius Calgar died, isn't it? He's been Rubicon. Actually, if I He's were, been given a fr tasty fruit drink. If I'm going to be a complete nerd, I'd rather Megatron use the black hole that is built into him to use to wipe out the modest cowgirl. That is very nerdy. I want to see... So, in the 40k lore, the Necrons have a doomsday weapon that's basically a Death Star. I want to see Necron Death Star versus Unicron. Ooh. I just want to see them try and eat each other. <laughs> it would Isn't be that that Forge world? Oh, there is also the predatory Forge world. <laughs> Which is basically Unicron. Yeah. It's um I don't know John that's a very very niche question. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna say no for the for the three people who understand anything that anybody's saying in this part of the <laughs> podcast. We salute you. 
a land raider that turns in that you like transform into transforming into a land raider yeah that'd be dope transforming into a storm eagle make Keith's life infinitely yeah. simpler <laughs> in fact I have seen a transforming bane blade that transformed into a warhound what the fuck I'm sure I saw someone do that spin where did you get those mushrooms <laughs> I'm okay. sure that's something I saw on Facebook a long time ago so Doug has asked which Primark would play the following in the Christmas um, nativity a Christmas tree, Santa, Rudolph, and Jesus. Which part of the nativity is a Santa in? I don't know. Oh, no, it's Christmas. No, sorry. The following Christmas rolls. Oh, okay. I, I got confused and threw the nativity, nativity into yeah. it because I saw Jesus. Right. I think making Angron be a Christmas tree, just so he has to stand still, yeah. is so good. Lorgar's Jesus. It's like, No, because Jesus always went... Uh, okay. He is Lorgar's Jesus. Right. Korax has to be Santa because you got he's got to cheer up, right? You've got to give him, you know. It's like fuck it, that's gonna bleak. Yeah, bleak yeah, but it's like, oh, Korax, you can be Santa, you know. Smile, it's happy, you'll enjoy. And he's like, my legion of death. <laughs> I turned my men into monsters. Yep, yeah, okay, just um. Could you less crying on the children? No, please. you know full well Vulcan would be Santa. Uh, well, we can't make Korferon Santa because he's not allowed near children. No. So. It's also Primarchs, and he's not a Primarch. I'm just saying, Corferon shouldn't be anywhere near any of this. <laughs> Who's got... Um, we should make Ferris Manus Rudolph, but his whole head is just a light bulb. <laughs> <laughs> it's a... Mm, see, Angron will be Rudolph, because he's just going to be red with anger. That's true. And he's just running around raging. Giant head and now he has wings, so he can head. fly as well. Gilliman would make a real good Santa, because he's, he's master of the spreadsheet. It would be properly well He would definitely have a list and he'd be checking yeah. it twice. Sons, sons, of, account- <laughs> sons of accounting. <laughs> sons of accountancy, yeah. So there's a YouTuber called Major Kill, Australian guy, very not politically correct, but he referred to Reboot Gilliman as uh, Gorilla Roid Rage. <laughs> and it, I cannot get it out of my head. Gorilla, <laughs> Gorilla Roid Rage. And it, yeah. it. But yeah, no, so. I think we could get a picture of um, uh, Gilliman and Photoshop the beard and the hat on, couldn't we? Easy. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. That feels so like Gilliman's definitely Santa. Who's a Christmas tree, though? It's, uh, it, no. Ferris Manus is no, Corpse. No, no, it's Korax. Korax. No, not Korax. Korax? Yeah, uh, Korax. No, it's Alpharius. Yes, that's it's it. It's Alpharius just in a really shit yeah. tree outfit. Because <laughs> you know in the cartoons, like super, yeah. it's, it's Alpharius in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it wouldn't even be, it would be just a normal tree with him hiding behind it yeah. going like that. Um, Jesus, well, Logar. 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 Rudolph. Malkador, after a few too many uh, um, Amazons. Uh, no, it'd be um, Magnus, because he's bright red already. That's true. He could make himself glow. He could just be the nose. <laughs> How See, many... I would have put Magnus as Jesus, because he's got the healing hands. Logar's got healing hands. Really? Yeah. You feel you full of healing demon from the war. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, because... Because... Argle Tal gets his heart crushed and then he's alive again. <laughs> How about that? Well, Erebus is Jesus because he literally brought Cyrene back from the dead. Through fuck magic. He did. <laughs> <laughs> My kind of magic. How many pots of Citadel of Bad and Black would it take to paint the entirety of the Vengeful Spirit? See, I was very that's tempted to actually work this that's out that's as best as we can. 24 mil of paint in. A bad and black. Pot. And the vengeful spirit is roughly five kilometers long. Long, yeah. It never says how well, wide it is. I'm going to put it out there. I don't think that much a bad and black's ever been made. No, no. no. not Although, in 24 mil pots. So for like, sure. it, it's called out many times in the books that the ships 
are painted in the same Legion heraldry. So at some point, the Sons of Horus fleet was painted black. <laughs> what? Which Forge World is making that much paint? Because somewhere... <laughs> no, wait. At some point, they repainted that ship three times. Can you imagine? Because, oh, yeah, the founding they white, legions. Yeah, yeah. why? They green and then eventually turned to black. Because the original spirit was black in yeah. the siege, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To match his new armour, I suppose. But, but they, would they have painted the vengeful spirit black for the Justerian? Because it was the flagship. Well, but then, I don't know. But I, I, all I'm, I'm going to put it out there, right? There's a forge world that the Mechanicum got old on. God, I can't wait to see what the STC stuff. What we got? I don't know. There's about 57 different shades of colours here. <laughs> it's just uh, spinning it's his greens. It's my forge world. <laughs> yeah. it's, 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 it's me sitting in a throne going, bring me the next Fabricated shade. gender moulds. <laughs> no, this is the incorrect shade. It's <laughs> master. It's literally a design template for servitors that have giant spray guns for hands. <laughs> no, they'd be spoons. <laughs> oh yeah, for you it would be. <laughs> oh dear. <sighs> Henry Cavill. That's good that we can laugh at ourselves, isn't it? Yes, it is. It is. Henry Cavill, yes or no? Yes. Yes. Yeah, with the follow-up question of top or bottom. What, him or me? He's, he's a bit buff. I don't think I'd want him on the top. Right. You understand how top and yeah, bottom yeah, yeah. works. But him I, or me doesn't... It doesn't... Yeah, but are you asking me whether I would be top or bottom? Or asking... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm a top anyway, so, yeah. There's no way um, Henry Cavill's going on the top. He's ripped out. It'll tear me in half. Yeah. I, he, he's, he's like a power twink. No, he fucking, he fucking wreck you. I, I mean, yeah, that's, I, that's I, half I, Can fun. I just say, though, can I just say, though, I, I really, I thought the whole thing on Graham Norton, because Graham Norton was just being a snide twat. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love that. That, that was brilliant. absolutely perfect. Yeah, yeah. Did you see he did an interview with Empire where he was like, I, I will, I really want to do a Games Workshop. Like, you want to play if, for space if anybody basically, from Games Workshop has got any influence at this do not fuck it up he would be perfect as Valdor really? in what though? Yeah. In, what, in what context would you do be, would be it has to be live action it has to be a lot of money it has to be big budget yeah yeah but in what, co- but in what context what context would you have Valdor I don't know this is the thing do you know it, what I mean it would if have to be about, like if you think about the stuff for, the, for a film if you think about a film series yeah. for 40k, yeah. right? Horus Heresy is actually bang on the fucking money. Yeah. Yeah. It's you a pre-existing big, story. That's... Pre-existing story. You've got all these fucking great writers like Abnett and Cohen there to, to help with, out with scripts yeah. and stuff like that. You've got a really well-structured story. You've got a big cast of people. Um, it would fit into that. You could also do it around the human aspect of it Do you it remember well. when we did cast the Primarchs? We, yeah. we had Henry Cavill as the Emperor. Did we? Yeah. Did we? Yeah. I don't remember that, but fair. Oh, no, we didn't. No. I suggested it because we had the... The, um... Because we had him as a um, Native American, didn't we? I was trying to think of the... The... uh, The Emperor? uh, Yeah. I thought Henry Cavill we had as uh, Dawn. Possibly. I floated him as the Emperor and then he got... Uh, we got it might be Dawn. He would make a good Dawn. Yeah. He would be an awesome Dawn. But I don't think... If it was to be... I, I don't think Valdor works. As I don't think he... I, I, get, it. I, get, I get why I think it's put... because I've seen memes of him as Valdor. Yeah, I mean, he's got... is the physique and he's you know, traditionally handsome yeah. and that kind of thing. But, yeah, I mean, I, I totally love seeing him. In, in, so, a, a really well done live-action 
quality tri- trilogy of films. I think you play Wilderon. Oh yeah, Wilderon would work. I think that because it. I think as a Blood Angel, it'd fit. The, the the problem with a live action film of, of something like that is everyone's going to want everyone wants a fucking character model for them uh, yeah. uh, Legion the law one I want a film about Blood Angels I yeah. want a film about yeah. Oh, yeah, of course and that's why I don't think you if you do a film about the the, the Siege of Terror because I think you have to do it on the Siege of Terror you'd have to follow Keeler and Kashira so you've got to base the film around the humans with the Legion war happening around yeah. them because Cause it's, it's a scale thing isn't saving it saving Private Ryan yeah. because that's what Kashiro's story is it's like he's on the front lines then he's if anything the that is what I would follow Katsuhiro's yeah. story so you follow, you follow Katsuhiro and then you've got the odd space marine character interceded because like the cinematic of the blood angel Baron just getting fucking mauled on the front line and there's only like 15 space marines on the whole front line that's perfect but if you then like switch it to like Colossi or the Lions get the Lionsgate spaceport where it's just all marines a, that's a lot of CGI, and there's a lot of places for Games Workshop to shonk on the CGI. But it's also like there's no, I can't relate to a Space Marine character. That isn't like, a cartoon. Yeah, I can do it in the books because I can detach my like I'm not invested in that Space Marine character from you, a, like you an humanize the Space Marines. Yeah, in this your is head. the thing. But like to see a Space Marine, because I've seen quite a lot of art recently of people who have been like. The only way that space marines work inside their armor is if they're like powerlifters, if they're mm. the same build as powerlifters, and it, you know, it, it pans out. But like, I can't, I'm not, I can't relate to a powerlifter, no. <laughs> but I can relate to some like guy who was conscripted in and given a Glasgow. As we always said, you know, those aspects in the the heresy books is what humanizes it and what makes them good stories. because yeah. yeah. you've not, it's not forty k war porn. It is well, this was happening for humanity. And it, this is the effect it's having on humanity. It, it's the it's the same experience leading to a different response. So it's the it's the I I ex, I'm a space marine. I'm crafted to be the greatest, the most incredible thing. And I'm a son of Horus, and I want all of the glory that I'm entitled to. Yeah. Compared to the kind of like um, gorilla roid rage, going, <laughs> um, you are the greatest. You were made to be excel at everything, and when the war's done. You'll be you'll excel at building stuff. You'll be an account. You know what I think would be is a good parallel in terms of a realistic film that would fit well with this marine kind of thing. Yeah, I think Gladiator. How do you mean? In terms of if you think about Gladiator, it was meant to be the epitome of warriors in a in a fight, like the Gladiator. The film. Russell Crowe film. Yeah, I'm talking about like okay, the Roman uh, army. You know, it was the best army. In terms oh, of yeah, how a film mean, is yeah, put yeah. across, it was the best you know military might at the time. And then he gets thrown into the fighting pits, and he becomes the best fighting warrior in that. You know, if you think about it, that concept would fit well with how. Like, just, in terms of film just anger, I suppose, anger on the yeah, I don't mean specifically like in a fighting well, I mean, pit. You, could, you know what I mean? Could do it in terms of the difference between like yeah. a normal person yeah, and yeah, yeah. a I, warrior. I think, I think what you probably you're right in the sense of you take the scale out of it. Like the Horus Heresy thing is huge. And yeah, get conveying that film is difficult. But what you could do, because um, actually Dune's like that. If you think about mm. it, Dune, the the entire fucking galaxy going on around the planet of Arrakis. Is that all this all Dune is about is what's happening on fucking Arrakis. Yeah. Um, uh, you could do take some of the short stories. I, the one that just immediately popped into my head was the one where the space wolves go to that world to start compliance, 
and there's like there's like a, a squad of them, and they land on the planet just about to do the compliance and they find these weird towers and then basically Drakari rock up and yeah. they they start they organ they help organise the kind of resistance. Yeah. yeah but then they get to the end of the film they go, right, so the offer is this and the people on the planet go, we don't want any of that shit. And then the space will just murder them all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, right. Go with me on this one. Henry Cavill as Horace. Yeah. Because loads of Horace, sons of Horace are true sons. So Henry Cavill as Abaddon. Yeah. Henry Cavill as Horace Axamand. <laughs> Henry Cavill as Echadon. <laughs> like he's just half the Legion is just Henry Cavill. Yeah. Okay. Actually, so, you know what? I think he'd play a better Sanguinius. Mm, think about him as he's not pretty enough. Like the, like Sanguinius has to Sanguinius, I think, is one of the guy like is the guy from True Blood, as we discussed. He's he's yeah. the the pretty boy. Who will murder you with the spear of Telesto? While shouting the yeah, while shouting spear of Telesto, while three marines hold up placards that say spear of Telesto. Gaz says is for a lot. Depends. Uh, marbles, no. Sexually transmitted diseases, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um. Cheers, Gaz. <laughs> <laughs> uh, John has another question. What products? Do you think GW should license their IP to? That they haven't done already. Well, no. Up until recently, they didn't have like um, a computer game franchise because Dawn of War <laughs> died in a bin. But now Space Marines back, which poses some real interesting law questions. I mean, th- th- there's a certain irony, isn't it, that it's by far and away the most successful computer game franchises for a game they don't have anymore. Warhammer Fantasy Battle of the Old World. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'd say it's something that already exists, so... I mean, mean, and that's not even... It's like over eight... That is by far and away the Mm. most successful one of their franchises. Oh, it is, it is. Like the Battle Freak Gothic computer game was was very good. So, like, as much as I like some of the stuff that's being done on Warhammer TV, like, I would love a full-on... Whether it be Age of Sigmar or whether it be like one of the like a Necromunda or um, Inquisition, I would love like a proper anime style like series. Um, I need to I need to catch up on the one plus stuff because I did do. I haven't an got anime it. Space I'm one. waiting for the end of Angels of Death. Oh, it's it's out. It's, it's finished. Oh, it's yeah, oh, that's why I need to catch up. I might, so I might slide in a, a casual Christmas sub and then get rid of it. But like, you might as well just go for the year and get the free model. No, I don't like it. Get the free. Go in for a year and give me the free model. Okay. Um, for painting your black, black shoes. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. He says. <laughs> yeah, it's an odd one because they've licensed their IP everywhere. That's I'd like to see. I'd like, like to see an ultramarine. Now they're sort of releasing toys. It's like that's the ultimate. They're not toys. It, they're action figures. <laughs> I, I've no. I've no desire to see sort of like a. a it's Warhammer. <laughs> it's Warhammer grave. I've I've no I've no desire to see sort of like a. A, um, a Primaris Marine space lunchbox. No, anything it's like really, that. It's like... The Emperor protects condoms. Oh, hang on a second, you got me there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or can I start a religion based on the word of Lorgar? If <laughs> yes, so, do I will you buy that can, franchise. You could definitely do that. I will buy that franchise. It's like suffer not the witch to live bumper stickers and things like that. Just really obscure. I mean, I was thinking about it. I said to Lil the other day. Like I'd, I'd seen a company that make bumper stickers, and I was like, some of the random like mottos that the Imperium have. If you just put on a bumper sticker, 
and then popped it on your car or you're driving along, I would love to be a fly in that person behind me's car as they're like, why does his bumper sticker say, you know, innocence means nothing? Like You, you, could, you could literally drive through Texas with a bumper sticker, uh, blessed is the ignorant mind, uh, it, blessed is the mind too ignorant to question. Yeah. And they're like, oh yeah, that's in that's the, I'm sure Bible that's in the Bible. Verse. Yeah. Like, suffer not, suffer not the witch to live. Oh, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're on to the weird ones now. There we go. Because Nick, Nick and Keith have joined the Book game. plugs. So he's like, um, which Primark can eat the most mince pies? Now, I don't think this is the obvious, obvious shout. Mm. I think, like, low-key, one of the quiet Primarks is just fucking packing in. How far is I don't know, because half, you... halfway through you could be like I just need I just, excuse me brothers I just need to go and relieve myself and then he just tags Omegron in halfway yeah. through in you go mate yep. also they do it while wearing the helmet and everyone, no one can understand it's how just mushing it into <laughs> fucking... no <laughs> they, they, they just kind of pick one up and then people look away and it's gone and it's gone, gone. <laughs> and they just don't yeah, what? No, how did you eat all those you didn't even take yeah. it off Ferret, Ferris, is, Ferris Manus is going to be power mince pie he's just pouring it into his stump <laughs> sorry if it's too soon any Iron Hand no. players oh no it's going to be Magnus, isn't it? Because you can change your size. Magnus, Magnus picks one up. Gone. Yes. <laughs> like, where's that gone? It's in my stomach. <laughs> yeah. In my warp stomach. <laughs> yeah. Um, I reckon. I reckon Mortarian low key. Oh is yeah, Mortarian. Mince yeah. pie. Mortarian would literally be in the warp. We'd go at, like um, at Homer Simpson with donuts. More, <laughs> more, more. Uh, which Primark would you want coming down your chimney at night? Uh. <laughs> They're all going to wreck it, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. I think the one you don't want is Conrad Kerr's. No, don't want Kerr's. Because he's not coming down the chimney to give you presents. No, he's not. Well, he is, but he's not the the sharp appointee. (laughs) Not the kind of present anybody wants to receive. I think think we can confirm that uh, Conrad Kerr's is the anti-Santa. Yeah, he's a Krampus. (laughs) I think he's what Krampus is worried about. (laughs) Yeah, Krampus has got... I really hope Conrad Kerr's isn't down this chimney. You know what? Conrad Kerr's is uh, the, uh, the hog father... (laughs) <laughs> I reckon either which... Dawn or Vulcan because they're going to rebuild that chimney afterwards. yeah 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 yeah. you might if you, if Dawn comes down you might find that the Christmas tree has been fortified yeah you've got crenellations <laughs> yeah like, you've got minefields no if Dawn comes down the Christmas, down the, uh, the chimney he will be waking you up and going that's a weak point yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then blocking it all this is where I made my infiltration <laughs> Lorgar I reckon Lorgar would he would um, he would have his mince pie and his his glass of milk and he would just leave you a uh, there'd be a lot of <laughs> a book there'd be a of lot Lorgar. of literature wouldn't yeah, there? yeah it'd be heavy on the book here is my book <laughs> it's like one year you get the Lecto Devonatus and you're like oh the emperor sounds like a chill guy and the next year after you've heard about Monarchia you're like oh I'm real sad that happened to him and it's just the book of Lorgar <laughs> and you're like mmm something's changed. I, I can't help thinking that with the books that Lorgar writes, it's a bit like... Remember when Stephen Hawking wrote A Brief History of Time? Then about two years later, he released a book about how to read his book. Called. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like it's got to be like that, hasn't it? And then like a decade later, he was yeah. like, it's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What Adam Sandler character would be most like a Primark? Okay, Nick, weird flex. Waterboy, Ferris Manners. Uh, uh, this is now how to stretch my knowledge of what I think. What I think he means, because he's written it in such a way that he then replies with "Wow, I can't speak English." I think he means which character, which Primark, would Adam Sandler play? Right. Uh, there's 
it's not really a comedy one, is it? I mean, it's Ferris Manus. No, it wasn't really comedy, was it? He's a bit of a joke. Everybody was laughing at him, not with yeah. him. <laughs> I reckon um, Adam who's Sandler... Who's the joker of the group? No, I reckon, I reckon Adam Sandler as Magnus. <laughs> Full of shits and giggles. You know, like, you know, um, you know Happy Gilmore, Adam yeah. Sandler, mm. as Magnus? He's like, hey, Dad! <laughs> I'm here to help you out. Oh, I fucked it up. <laughs> yeah. I think Angron. Who's the guy that played Stifler? Because he's definitely Dawn. Like, uh, 100% I would love to see him as, like... Uh, Scott. Um, oh, what's his... I can't remember his name now. But that's, so. that's why he's so maggot... Uh, uh, Sigismund. Because <laughs> Sigismund fucked Stifler's mum. <laughs> <laughs> Shit break. Uh, Snog, Mario Void, Mortarian, Angron, or Kurz. I don't want to do this. Can I just avoid all three? No. I'm going to marry Angron... Like Khan did, because once Khan like that's a that's some angry sex right there. It's only really like once, then you can avoid it after that. Once, then you're dead. Like, angry Khan, Khan, Khan managed to Khan managed to like wait out. You're dead, pretty much, aren't you? I'm going to avoid Kurz. See, which, I'm going to catch which, herpes off. Which Mortarion. version of them are we avoiding? What do you mean? Which which one would you prefer? Are we talking pre-demon or? Post demon. Right, you're you're in you which are case, instantly. I'm, I'm going to marry the dead curs. Yeah, you're instantly <laughs> you're instantly dying of like space turbo aids if you go near <laughs> demon. That's hence my like, question. So I will avoid Mortarian if it's the demon version of it. But then you've either got a snog Angron or curs. Oh, and you can't gonna... have the dead one. Well, I, I, do you know what? I'm going to snog curs because I, I bet he's got really low self esteem, so I could make him really into me. Oh, do you reckon you could turn him? Into, you could reform him into Korax. See, I'd marry Angron, and then get, and then as a, as a Christmas present every year, go. You get to fight in your fighting pits. I made you a fighting pit. No, you have to dress up like, like Latara Sarin every day. Fight the Ursus Claws. So when you say marry, it's effectively the opposite version of what we assume. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Keith, why Logar's lips moist velvet? What are your thoughts? They're not. No, they clearly are. I'm. As in, I'm not. I don't have thoughts. About I'm exceedingly it. <laughs> unhappy with that. You're in the bin, Keith. And again, if you had to Father Ted style kick Bishop Brennan up the arse, which Primarch would be Bishop Brennan? <laughs> what the fuck, Keith? That's fucking my Imperium. Um. Fucking hell. I did. I only just understand that reference. I know Father Ted. I don't remember uh, Bishop Brennan getting kicked up the arse. Keith is just off him. If you had a pistol with two bullets and you had to shoot two different Space Marines, which one would you pick, and why would it be Erebus twice? <laughs> just because it's Erebus, right? Fucking Erebus. I don't know, right? Er- Erebus. Yeah, I'd probably have to shoot Erebus on principle. But who's the second? Um, if you had to shoot another one, Corfaeron. Not a space marine. It's just an old creepy dude. Uh, if we're going to be specific about space marines, then. Yeah. Um, bu- 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 <sighs> Who else did I really hate? Fucking Lucius the Eternal. Fuck that. Prick. But if you take any pride in it, he's going to turn into you. I, I can feel neutral about it. Up there. <laughs> yeah. 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 Typhus. 
Oh, yeah, Typhon's a bit of a dick. Like, I... Right. I genuinely think with, if Typhon had died on Barbarous, like, everything would be Gucci in the Death Legion now. Mm. Like, there's, there's no fuckery in the warp in Berry Dagger. I've got a feeling that in... You know, you know, there's that um, kind of, like, fan-made alternate history of the Horus Heresy, like the Dornian Heresy. Yeah, 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 there's a couple, but yeah. Yeah, I'm fairly certain in the Death Guard, that's exactly what happens, is yeah. the Mortarian offs Typhon because he figures out he's up to warp shenanigans. Yeah. And that's it, yeah. yeah. Then yeah. no no, no shenanigans, but yeah. I, of all the space movies I can think of right now, probably, yeah, probably, uh, probably Typhon. I'm trying to think, is there any loyalists that I want to. I don't know. Maybe Luther? Because <laughs> he's, he's an actual shaft. Yeah. But, yeah. Right. Tom, friend of the Tom, friend of the Tom. We are friends of the Tom. Friend of the podcast Tom. What Primarch is most likely to get pissed at the Christmas party and shit in the kettle? Uh, Angron. Yeah. This begs the question, have I ever told my shitting in a kettle story on the podcast? I don't think you have. Because, oh, Christmas present, everyone. Christmas present. All right. Oh, Jesus Christ. Here's a small window into what you'll get if we ever do the Phosphex party after dark stories. After dark. I once got invited to a house party and was told to specifically not bring a certain friend I had. So I was like, yes, I will not bring this person because I have designs on sleeping with your older sister. Oh, baby. Get to the party. I'm there for about 15 minutes. Denied friend sends me a message. I'm outside. Let me in. So I was like, "Eh, I didn't arrive with him. No one will know it's me. I let him in. He's there for like maybe 15 minutes before he's kicked out. Um, that's impressive in its own right yeah yeah. It, it wasn't until the girls whose party it was saw him that he got kicked out uh, I then later on that night let him in through the kitchen window <laughs> um, I then proceeded to take said older sister for a, uh, a quiet drink upstairs next morning um, I wake up and I'm like, I need some toast, I need a drink, I need to like get my shit together and be a human person, because I'm I'm very hungover. Get halfway down down the stairs, and I'm like, the whole house just absolutely stinks of shit. It's like the hottest, most grim, like code mustard explosion of shit you've you've ever had in your entire life. And there are people who are still drunk, like gagging and retching all over the place. Um it's like I, I would compare it now to like the Terminus Est du- oh, during during like Death Guard shenanigans. You know that's gonna stink. So I was like, "What is going on?" And I made it into the kitchen, and there's people in there who are like varying shades between like um, grey green and like white. So we then discover that there is a like a fully or there was a fully formed turd in the kettle. Well- um, and when someone turned it on that morning to make a cup of tea, oh god, they had boiled the turd. Oh fucking hell! So the fucking inquisition begins because the girls who the girl whose house it is kicks off because her parents are coming back like, and it's now now smells of boiled but, turd. But, but the shit is like the the, the stink. Is in the wallpaper. That's how. This is how bad it is. So like, people are like, "What the fuck's going on? How did this happen?" And then out of nowhere, this this little voice is like, "Oh, band friend made it in for a third time 
and we just because no one was like monitoring the situation like sister was upstairs and you were like drunk in the living room we just kind of left him to it get my phone out there he is band friend how was your cup of tea this morning so they'd let him back in or rather he got back in through clandestine means decided to get his revenge on the person having the party so took a shit in the kettle and band friend which is a vegetarian oh you uh... it was a Allen grade mega shit in the kettle fucking hell I <laughs> I left because I was like I can't I can't I said goodbye to sister I was like yeah I'll, I'll see you later older sister like we hey. left because I was like the house stinks and I could not get the smell of boiled shit out of my nose for like a whole day. Fucking hell. I saw Band Friend like two days later and the first thing he did when he saw me was fucking die laughing. And six months later, I was still getting complaints from the girls who, whose party it was saying that because Band Friend only knew about the party because of me, it was my fault. I mean, that's fair. I'd blamed you as and well. And now I'm starting to be slightly concerned because I've never met Tom in person. That maybe Tom might be banned friend. Banned man, shit, shit and kettle friend. Shit and kettle. So there you are. There's there's a little story, a little after dark story. So Tom, let us know. Have you ever shit in a kettle at a party that you were invited to by Ross? Yeah, definitely Angron. Definitely Angron's going to do it. Uh, what car- What uh, what heresy character do you think would have access to OnlyFans and why? Have access to. I think he means would oh would have a successful OnlyFans. Oh, sorry. Uh, Sanquinius. Yeah, I could see that. Korax, he'd be like one of the moody emo girls. Yeah, fair. Uh, Who'd do the cosplay? Magnus. Magnus, You know Magnus is a turbo weeb. Yeah, he's a mega turbo weeb. I think Vulcan would do. I don't think he'd want to do it. No, Vulcan's too prim and proper. But I think it'd be one of those OnlyFans where it'd be like... Vulcan's lift. It'd be just his his chest, that's it. Do you think think he'd actually go on there thinking that he was passing on his weightlifting tips and everybody's there just looking at his pecs? Yeah, exactly. That's what he'd be doing. He'd be the innocent one that's doing it thinking it's something not what it's... When you're doing a power lift, you want to stretch like this. (laughs) Oh, that's it. Work it, bitch. (laughs) Yeah, but unfortunately, it's when... Conrad Curse is like dropping weights on him. Yes. <laughs> He's just doing bicep curls, and in the background you can just hear log like heavy breathing oh, from Logan. You know what would be really wrong? What is like mm. Hey, this is my only fans. Hi, I'm Vulcan, this is my only fans. Oh no, he just suicides and then comes back. Hi! <laughs> the sniff film. Yeah, that's that's definitely post nightfall, yeah. Conrad Curse. Um, Dawn, but Dawn's one is all about like he's just wearing like beach shorts. D- Dawn, Dawn wouldn't have only fans. He he'd be doing something like um, he's um, on DIY SOS. <laughs> he's on Fiverr building people fucking fortresses. Yeah. Um, this family of two thousand five hundred people <laughs> have to live in this shoddy wooden palisade. We're gonna sort that out for them. We've been given two weeks to do it while they're on holiday. <laughs> Good news. How are 2,500 people all day? Good, I got rid of them. Good news. A company of iron warriors have come to, offered to come on out. I told them to get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Aenyod Thiel has one. Ooh. But Gilliman pretends that he doesn't know, but he's very disappointed. <laughs> very disappointed. He's, he's like, oh, I can't believe it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, 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 
Gorilla Roid Rage has just got a YouTube channel about how to do pivot tables in Excel. Yeah, he's just like, uh, we're going to help with your accountancy today, chaps. He's got an abacus and everything. Ascalon is just doing like you know proper like muscle poses. Yeah, no, As- Ascalon is just all of the poses that Sanguinius does, but like obviously just a small yeah, smaller scale. <laughs> San- no, Ascalon's in the background. Sanguinius is called Feathers and Feet. <laughs> oh, oh. Amit has a um, a Patreon, and it's just if you pay me this much money, I'll go and beat up another legionnaire. And there's currently no, like a no. there's currently like a popularity poll to go and like beat the shit out of Erebus, but Khan is the only one like clicking. <laughs> no, Amit uh, Amit uh, will be it's Patreon. You see me cutting stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, you I'm see gonna this cut tree. This tree down. <laughs> it's like um fucking. Medusan has just got a he's got a um, a GoFundMe to try and resurrect Ferris. Vulcan Hi yeah. Vulcan, this is forged in fire. Oh. <laughs> We've raised two hundred and fifty six quid and thirty seven pence. We can we can kind of make an automata of dad. It's got one finger. I've got a claim on No, that's the iron hands. That's what we that's what we're talking about. If a Primark was a cake slash pudding, what cake pudding would they be? Nick, man, what is happening? His question before this is, why does everyone shit on coffee revels? Because they're dog shit. No, because they're the best ones. The reason why I won't have revels anymore is because they've put the raisin ones back in. Bruh. <laughs> you like the coffee ones, but you don't like the fruit ones. I don't like the raisin ones, though. <sighs> Jesus Christ. I What's think, the coffee ones? I think... Rancid. They don't taste like coffee for starters. Ma- Magnus is a trifle. Because there's, oh, many, yeah, there's yeah. many layers there's to many it. There's many layers. And none of them are bad. No. It's like, oh, this is just different. Oh, this is cool. Yeah. Um, I think... Uh, is is Perturabo just a really dense flapjack <laughs> that you can't... Just too chewy? <laughs> He's one of the o- OTs. Yeah. He's like, like a... <laughs> it's all sticks to your teeth and just oh, gets everywhere. Like, I'm, I'm not Dawn, enjoying this dessert. Dawn is like a crusty, like crusty pie type thing where you can't even get your knife through the outside of the pastry because it's so What's a notoriously hard, hard to eat, eat pie? Like out of dessert because that's whatever Dawn is. Dawn, Dawn's one of the no. Dawn's like um, he's like a chocolate or a, or a sweet. Like he's a fucking chocolate eclair. No, no, he's a uh, he's a he's a yellow starburst with the wrapper that's stuck to the starburst. Oh, <laughs> you can't get in. So bastard. you have to like work really hard to get in. Yeah, Sanguinius is clearly something like a. He's uh, angel delight. No, 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 no. He's far more complicated than that. He's going to be like one of those sugar spun things. Oh, yeah. Like Renaissance France. Like sugar spun fucking swan. <laughs> Angron is profiteroles. Yeah. <laughs> For all the non-cooking that I do, I have done spun sugar before. How For the sake? fuck? You can't make normal food, but you're just like, I can spin sugar, bitches. No, no. <laughs> I said I have done spin, spun sugar before. It was in a cooking class thing that we it's, did. It's work, like, I, I barely know how to use a knife and fork, but I cut your head off with the sauce. <laughs> Mortarion is spotted dick. Yeah, clearly spotted it. Um, Gilliman is jam roly poly, just because of how much of a basic bitch pudding it is. Yeah, yeah. Swiss roll. Oh, Corax is a petty faloo yogurt. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, I'm all right, but there's not much of me left. Yeah. Um, how far is what's that going to be? That's going to be something that isn't what you expect it to be. It's a Twix. No, Alfarius is one of those. He's like, Something that looks really, really nice, but is ultimately just massively disappointing every time you have it. Tapioca. Yeah. It's just he's like, bubble tea. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's bubble tea. Raffaris. Bubble tea's fucking rank. It's not, because it looks great. It looks it's amazing. Just, it's not at all what you'd want. It's it. like, but these bubbles are full of hate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah, they are. You know what you know what you really want along with your chocolate salt? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's a semi-serious one from, from old Vulcan's Pen- creme brulee. Yes. Yes. So Pencil Dick yeah. says, if Ferris turned to chaos and Fulgrim remained loyal, do you think the fight between them would have ended the same way? No. No, because uh, Ferris Manus wouldn't have had a demon-possessed shit picture telling him what to do. He it's... would have had some demon-possessed uh, anvil. Mm. But it's also, Fulgrim didn't swing the sword. The demon did. Yeah. So if Fulgrim's loyal, I think... Right, Ferris Manus falls to corn, right? He's the he's the Angron of this cause he's scenario. Just an angry spanner wielding like maniac. So does he does he like stave in Fulgrim's head like a an underboiled egg? I don't think you'd have been able to. I think at that point with Ferris Manus not being of his own mind. Yeah. I think um, Fulgrim would have been a better swordsman and, and, and beaten him. Because Fulgrim was one of the better swordsmen. Of, he was, he yeah. Was. It, it was Ferris, I think it was Ferris's anger that stopped him from winning that fight and it was the demon that won it. But, but Ferris, Ferris is like full-on Angron Roid Rager. But I don't think at that point when the fight happens he wouldn't have been. Like, Angron isn't that until much later. Ah, he starts that with the nails. No, what I mean, okay, so think about Fulgrim. Fulgrim doesn't become the demon version of himself no, until much true, later. Until later yeah. So at the point of that of that fight, Fulgrim has the demon in his head, but he's not the demon. He hasn't got the demon power. So I'm going to throw this out there. Fulgrim still kills Ferris, but he's a it's but it's a loyalist. The, but when when Fulgrim kills Ferris, he's so like broken by the fact he's killed, had to kill his brother. That chaos is like, Hoop. I'm in. Sweeps like. Slanesh finds that little that little maybe. chink in his yeah, ego, maybe. And he's like, "Oh, if you'd been a better swordsman, you could have, you could have that, like, or, disarmed him, or you could have." Um, or he completely him. goes as a recluse, and just disengages. Or, or does Corn get his claws in? And it's like, cool. Well, now you killed Ferris, go and kill the rest of his legion. Well, I think the, the flip side to the kind of if you think about perfection as a balancing act. Mm. The the tip over into excess is one direction. The opposite direction is asceticism. Is that kind of yeah. out in the wilderness? That's what kind of made he, yeah, he just like, basically goes. I, I, I can't handle that. Yeah, forget. So the he, just did, he abandons. He just the legion. They, they, they go into the deep. He takes his legion into the deep dark because out of so depression. He, he pulls the the white scars before yeah. Chondags. Yeah, basically. I'm yeah. out. <laughs> Peace. Uh, Ellis. I accidentally completed my black book collection via eBay. How do I tell my friends and family Christmas is cancelled? <laughs> um, via a long-distance telephone call. Um, a... By showing a picture of yourself going, look at my complete collection. Well, you write yourself a card saying, um, like, from, from like to Ellis, from and then all the people you were going to buy Christmas presents for, no. and you stick it to the front of the black book. And then at Christmas, you text them all saying, oh, thank you for shipping in for my black book. Or you just go, but it was from Santa. From Santa. <laughs> it clearly says it's from Santa. <laughs> so, Boris, this is the last one for today. 
Which Primarch would be most likely to collect Warhammer, and what game? Obviously Gilliman, as he'd be an ap- absolute rules lawyer and a terrible opponent. I got who would be the say, least likely? No, who, who would be most likely? Well, Primarch already does it. Yeah, it's, it's already brought up, isn't it, that he does that? I think that Lorgar would uh, only play Sisters of Battle. No, Lorgar plays D&D. Yeah, yeah, he's he's what all the uh, satanic panic people warned you about. Yeah, come in, play a game. Just roll this multi-sided dice thing. <laughs> now you're mine. Corferon right. bringing them a tray of uh, cookies and milk. Erebus is that weird kid that they don't normally let play, but he's like he does the the voices. Yeah. So D and D's the only time they'll let him play with them. Um. I reckon Korax would be weirdly into historicals. Yeah, he'd do something really fucking edgy, like play SS or something like that, because he's a cock end. (laughs) He's got a, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm looking at you, Spitz, you Korax motherfucker. (laughs) I don't know, uh, Dawn definitely would. No, I think Dawn has a toy train set. No, he has a Tonka toy. He's got got Meccano. He's got, like, construction set stuff like Lego. Full on Meccano, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Emperor, does, technical. the Emperor does it with the whole galaxy, though. He does. He's such a bell end, though, isn't he? he does the imagine imagine being one of the Primarchs, you're going to buy your dad a present. I knew Just go and conquer a world. I knew you were going to do that. I'm so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, you prick. I totally, if I was a Primarch, I'd go, do you know what? Fuck you. Send the fairy one to come and get me. I don't give a shit. So you award two or eleven then? <laughs> yeah, but go down like that. <laughs> Thank you, Dad. I bought you a present. What was it? Betrayal. <laughs> Have we talked much about the second and eleventh legions? We all? we haven't really discussed the the theories. I think we should them. have a discussion about them at some. I point. think we should do it when Ant's here. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I just think it would be one of those things where we should just have a bit of a well. I mean, that about it. Since we've come it. to the end of Ask Is Anything, it's probably a good idea to talk about some of the stuff we're going to do next year. Yeah. So, with the success of Console Wars, we're not going to repeat that again, but what we will do... <laughs> Could you imagine? We'll do it again! Just like, right, we're going to relook at the Centurion. Um, what we said we're going to do, right wars, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. Yeah, I reckon uh, people, I have asked, people have asked for rights of war, people have asked us to look at, like, the, the un- individual units, so, like, Discuss troops' choices. All right, yeah. Discuss fast attack, things like that. Um, obviously, there's going to be the Legion episodes. Eventually. Well, this is the thing. Like, the, we didn't do them originally because the pandemic and everything and your spicy nap. And then we not, we recorded over um, Discord for a while. And because of the way the Discord conversation is a little bit stilted because we can't mm. really see each other, I didn't want to do a big episode where it's mostly me talking and you guys asking questions and and falling asleep well that's it because Ant said he's really interested in the law and learning about it yeah, so I wanted Ant's, Ant's the um, it's, it sounds a bit rude but he's the useful fool in that context isn't he yeah he's the one that's going to ask all the questions yeah, yeah so I wanted to do it in a format where he didn't feel like he couldn't ask questions because yeah, it would be like talking over people um, so like we also want to do it on like a preferably not on a school night, so we can have a few drinks. Yes. Um, so we're going to do the law episodes. I think we should discuss things like solar auxilia and militia and um, like the missing legions and stuff like that. Um, a while ago, I put a thing out asking for like Horace Heresy conspiracy theories. I think that could be fun to talk about at some point. Right. So I saved them all. We should um, put all of this together then. Yeah. 
in well, the gentlemen, year. it's been emotional. It has. Can't believe we've done another year of this. Another year. Yeah. I mean, we started off strong, so we started off with like doing one a month, and then like the the, the output of uh, of stuff from workshop dipped. So it was like, but we'll not go, we'll go to two a month. We'll go to two a month. It'll be fine. <laughs> I think once the pandemic's finally slid itself into the bin, and off you pop, fuckity bye. Can go down to club and stuff, and like because we've got Thalassia coming up next year. We've got the, the we've got the event uh, coming up next year. We're going to kickstart the um, the campaign again. Campaign again from January. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'll need to find them. You know, I'm sure we've had two people say they want to be commanders. I really want Luke to be one of them because I think that'd be hilarious. I think what? he wants to use his white scars OP again. Luke. Yeah. The loyalists need it. Yeah. Because, quite frankly, under my leadership, <laughs> I think the traitors were absolutely smashing them, weren't they? <laughs> it was. At that point. Uh, I, That's because the loyalists were all fucking gim lords. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, we're doing really badly. And it's like, cool, I guess I'll bring the Iron Warriors to help. They're famous for helping out the salamanders. Paramus <laughs> Dantioch. Well, to be fair, fucking... Um, Nikia Drager fully was like, yay, I like the Salamanders, we're bros, I'm going to go hang out with one of you. <laughs> it's yeah. like, uh, I suppose. But yeah, we've got, we've got plenty of stuff planned for the Thalassia event for next year, for, yeah. the, for the, yeah, the campaign you're, day. You're, I mean, do we give anything away about what you're working on? No, let's, uh, let's, no, get, no, it, so let's get it done. I but we'll, we'll be announcing, or... I think we'll be announcing ticket sales sometime, like in February, something like that. Hopefully, yeah. 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 We, need, we need to hammer the last few details down and then we'll be ready to go. Yeah, cool. When's that event that we're going that we're taking part in? The King Fluff event, first yeah. of July, first and second yeah. of so July. We've got six months to get our armies painted. I imagine we'll talk more about that as we get closer to. <sighs> Stay it. tuned, people, for six the <laughs> for the angst. Does it? Does it? it that, that doesn't feel like a very long time. Fucking hell, spin. It's I've, a long I've time. Painted, I've painted an entire Ultramarines army in yeah, four weeks. That that's not an explanation because this is you. And this is me. How many models do you have? 18. You have 18 models? I've painted more than militia than that three times yeah, in a week. Yeah. One You're of, Dan, my, one of my squads in our doubles list has got 15 minis in it. And whose fault's that? Yours. Why was that my fault? <laughs> you designed the list. Because, right, if I took a list as hyper-specialised as yours, we would have 10 dudes. Yeah. And we would last all of 35 seconds. Yeah, so great. We could have a bit. <laughs> I mean... Anyway, well, you you, you've, you've, got, you've got six months of this to go <laughs> with increasing levels of... <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> it's just six months of me and Spin fighting. Yeah. I might that's, do it. That's what makes it fun. I, I might do another couple of armies and just go, here you go. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I mean, you look at it, Women to have had a blood age champion Taki just like me. Don't start. This is all, that's your fault. How is that my fault? Because you were like, I haven't done anything. And then I was, like, I was like, okay, cool, I won't do anything. And then you flew under the radar to make me look like a jet. I did not do it. I was just doing it, getting on with stuff. Yeah, we'll fight about this off air. Whatever. But yeah, next year we've got, hopefully we'll have Ant back. As long as, as, long as he's not like <laughs> crushed by uh, the NHS's workload. Everybody That's will be, not going to get better anytime soon. Everybody will be dead or vaccinated by then. So, I still reckon we're going to end up with that twenty-eight days. Like just me, and you walking yeah. down the street, like we're vaccinated. It's great. Where's spin? And he's just in one of them zorb things. <laughs> fun, like, fun fact: um, I was talking to a guy a couple of weeks ago who does statistics on COVID infection rates and said if it keeps on growing at the rate it's going to be, you could have hit a million cases a day. Jesus, it's fucking bonkers, isn't it? It is. Of course, 2% of a million is still a lot of fucking people. 
And on that happy note, absolute fucking downer for the end. I might have happy Christmas, everyone. Christmas, motherfuckers. Shall I, I wham them at the end? Yeah, do. Yeah, okay, cool. Are you not meant to ruin it? Like, because then I can stop listening at this point. Oh no, I'll put a beep over that bit. Uh, okay. Oh yeah, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Or I'll cut that out and put it in after the. Or what you could do is they get to this point, but they've already been wound at the beginning of the show. Oh, intro wham. That it, just it, you know, no, that's gonna make people furious for the entire <laughs> podcast. <laughs> You know when I had to get up and go and answer the door, and I normally play like the, the lift music, I might just put it in the middle. Yes! Fucking <laughs> yes! <laughs> Alright, sign is off done. See you later everybody. Merry Christmas. Peace!